What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 72 of the No Mercy podcast, episode four of the Conspiracy Editions. Today, we covered climate change. We covered the Trump impeachment. We talked about George Soros. We talked about Kurt broadcasting from a closet. Bobby watching hours of fucking Tetris. Uh, Singularity touched on a lot of Terminator 2 at the end. For some reason, Bob has some sexual infatuation with that movie. But basically, those are the themes of the show. Climate change, Trump impeachment, Soros, things of that like. Uh, Went pretty deep on all these topics. And I would encourage you guys to pause this for a second and go listen to the speech by Greta Thunberg, Greta Thunberg, uh, just to get an idea of what we're talking about when we're talking about this young girl giving a climate change speech. And also Google the speech by Severn Suzuki, S-E-V-E-R-N Suzuki from 1992, which is basically the same speech to talk about the fear mongering of the left in terms of climate change and what goes on there. We appreciate all the listens you guys are giving us. Uh, Podcast is flying up the charts. Listenership is up like 50% just in the last month. So we know you guys are loving this. Continue to support us. Make sure you get over to iTunes or Podbean or wherever you're listening to this. Give us some good reviews, some downloads, uh, subscribe. Just get involved. Keep us going. Keep us popping. Uh, We're going to continue to get bigger and better and talk about the issues you want us to talk to to continue to enlighten you allow you to stay based and stay woke. So without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 72, also known as episode four of the Conspiracy Podcast. I am joined today by Bob, Ben, and the Bod, the three Bs. Ben, what up, my brother? Hey, what's going on, man? Good to be back. Yeah, good to have you back, sir. You ready to talk some Soros and climate change and Trump and singularity and whatever the fuck else uh, Crazy Bob wants to talk about? Yeah, man. I mean, put a topic in front of me and I'll talk. Yeah. Bobby! How you yo, doing, yo. my friend? You fucking Man, doing nut great. job? Doing great. Weather's good down here in Memphis. Got a gig tonight, playing some music. Feeling good, man. Nice, nice. We're going to talk about what you were doing last night for a few hours on here to start the show. So, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm excited for that. <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, the bod. What up, bod? Finally back at the three hole. The fuck's up, son? <laughs> three hole. <laughs> He gets, where I belong. he gets so mad when I don't introduce him last. He feels like it's like a headliner position or some shit. Yeah, I'm the headliner. Yeah. So no, are you still here. politicking for uh, co-host of the year, like from the get-go? What do you mean politicking? Oh. I almost oh, have it by wrapped the way, up. Here's the thing that I want to emphasize, Bob. I need your energy up out the gate because I've listened to the last three podcasts, and if you guys notice this, that Bob comes in like it's probably because he smokes a shit ton of weed before we go live. <laughs> you know what? He's the opposite of Mad Lab. He Mad is. Lab comes in hot and then just dies. We should have them tag team together. <laughs> so from now on, Mad Lab. I'm like the, the Nate 30. Diaz. I'm like the Nate Diaz. Yeah. I'm about energy preservation. It's a five round yeah. fight, so I'm good by like the fifth round while you guys are all wearing down. <laughs> yeah, he trains by watching three hour long Tetris videos. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. So I don't even know what the fuck's going on here. Kurt, Kurt used his. Uh, we got to get a shirt for the the bodies, the Kurt followers, the bod followers. That just says save it for the pod because that's Kurt's favorite line. Like whenever yeah. we talk about anything, save it for the pod. But so I don't know what the fuck's going on. 
Uh, ben, it seemed like you and Kurt were pretty adamant about ripping Bob apart to start this thing. So, Bob, is there any truth to the rumor that last night you got really stoned and watched a three-hour Tetris tournament online? Yes, it's 100% true. Okay. We were in but the, where do you watch it? You go, you go on YouTube. Uh, it's called the uh, was it Classic Tetris World Champion. So it's Nintendo Tetris. And some, now is it live? Is yeah, you can. Li- I think you can live no, stream it on Twitch. Did you watch Bob's, it live though? <laughs> Bob's going back in the past for these. Ones. Bro, I'm archiving this stuff. Like I watched 2016 all the way to 2019. Last oh, my oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! So wait, what's entertaining about it? Walk us through it. Have you guys ever watched people play video games? No. Have you ever gone on Twitch and no, watched people really. play like Call no. of Duty or Halo? Never once. Oh man, never once. You watch people at the top of their game doing something that you like to do. It's just fucking, I don't know, nerding out. And for you, but, that's Tetris. But is it more of when you're playing Tetris, it's stressful, and instead of playing it, you'd rather watch someone be stressed out playing it? That too, but there's something like, uh, there's something therapeutic to it, to watching those pieces fit and getting those four line <laughs> Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Ben, I, you ever How did you find this? Uh, so apparently, like three or four years ago, the U- YouTube algorithms put a lot of the Tetris tournaments in like the uh, the trending feed, and so it, it it like caught fire. One of the videos has like ten million views, but uh, so if, if you guys want to watch, so there's nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine other people as fucked up as you are. Yes, ten million people. Wow. Yeah, watch watch people play Tetris. And so every year they go to this Portland retro gaming thing. And, uh, like, I'm telling you, people flying from Japan to play Nintendo Tetris on small TVs in front of, like, you know, 300 people. Sounds exciting. Amazing. Ben, Ben, how do you feel about this? Well, Ben, I, you watched it, didn't you? Well, I, I watched it because he texted <laughs> us and said, Ben, I urge you to watch this. And I was like, what the hell is I this? urge you. Didn't he say implore? It's like, I implore <laughs> no, you to I watch this. this. And then he's like, I just smoked a bowl and I'm going to watch these two nerds play Tetris for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> for a few hours, too. Like, dude, right, like, like it's not already even, planned out. Not like five minutes. Like, like he has a schedule ahead. So I was like, okay, let me let me just open what he's looking at. I watched it for two minutes. And then I was like, I was like, Bob, the only thing nerdier than the players were the announcers. All oh, the announcers are amazing because they're so yeah. into it. They're so into like when it. Someone you have to be, though, don't you? of the pieces in a row so that, like, the Tetris... Like, gives them points or whatever. They go, boom, Jeff got a Tetris. <laughs> Dude, it's like a worldwide <laughs> phenomenon. They've made T-shirts, like, boom, Tetris for Jeff. And, uh, yeah, so so the announcers, like, make it so exciting. Oh, I don't know. God. It's, it's kind of like awesome. that. Kind of like this. Do you have a favorite like, player? Oh, yeah. Yeah, who do you have, <laughs> did you buy his jersey? Did you buy his pocket protector? Joey Blocks. <laughs> Joey Blocks. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh, do they have God. cool names at least? I mean, they use their own names. There's one guy that nah, dresses in good. a disguise and has a different name every year. It's kind of funny. <laughs> dresses oh. in a disguise? <laughs> these, these guys like, are basically just 40-year-old virgins. It's like yeah. Comic-Con for fucking Tetris nerds. That's exactly what it is, yeah. But oh I tell God. you what, when I got like done watching that, I busted out my Nintendo and played Tetris. Right <laughs> I was going to say, does it make you want to play Tetris? Do you feel like a like, failure when you were playing, though, because you weren't now. as good as fucking uh, Freddy Fitz? Or, well, uh, do you ever, you ever wa- I don't know if you ever watch people play video games. but you, Joey Strait. You always say, like, oh, I can do that shit. And then you turn yeah, it on, you're like, They could yeah, have the best nicknames. Yeah, Tommy yeah. T's. Tommy T Block. Tommy T from T Block, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and for me, it's it's not T just like that you're watching video games, like because I've done that too. Watch people play video games, but it's the game of choice that you have. There, like, what, Don't Uno act like you guys didn't available? play Tetris growing up. 
No, we played it. Yeah. We didn't it's watch it. It's the number one it. game. It's literally the number one played game of all time. I agree. Yeah, I, but we and played it's it. Fun to play, but I mean, I don't know if I can watch someone play. I'll it. tell you what. Like, I don't watch people play Madden. You know, we're all used to play Madden. I watch people play Madden all the time. Oh boy! Oh yeah, I watch people play Madden, but Tetris, like Uno, wasn't available. It's like watching people play chess. It's the same thing. It's awesome. Oh yeah, it is. It's, it's all stupid. If I can't play it, and I can't bet on it, maybe I, maybe you can bet. Oh, on it. you if can, you can bet, bet on it. it. All right, you Bob. If you can find me a site with lines to bet on fucking uh, a Sammy Straits or fucking Tommy Tees, <laughs> then I, I will study it and I will bet on Lenny it. No, actually, I'll start. A, I'll start a subscription over at Elite Sports Betting. We'll start a Tetris. I tell you subscription, what, you Bob. make me. You could be our the, Tetris handicapper. You make me the official <laughs> Tetris handicapper of yeah. Elite Fantasy. Yes, that, uh, you know what? I'm going to make you that now. Okay, Dude, so you can, you can adopt that title tab. right now. I'm not going to put Promo it on the website Promo code Bob25, get 25% off. Well, they <laughs> have the DFS one. for video games. Well, I know yeah. the video game yeah. wave is coming, the eSports wave. We actually have uh, Moose on Elite Sports Betting, who's a fucking monster. So we offer eSports. I have no idea what it is. I've actually put in a couple of eSports bets without mm-hmm. watching anything or listening to it just because the kid's up 109 units. He's like 224 and 180. I'm looking at Jeez. it right now. And what, it looks like uh, I think Bavada. What games like League of Legends? Uh, I don't know. It's all like acronyms. It's like like his most recent play is like G two ML versus NC plus one twenty Evil Geniuses <laughs> plus two ten uh, against uh, Astralis. Grab the plus one and a half ASAP. So uh, those are some free bets for tonight, <laughs> by the way. You want to talk about conspiracies? There's been collusion. Tom, you're giving away free plays. Yeah, no, there's a free play. So shut up, Bob. This <laughs> is Phase minus one and a half versus Optic. <laughs> At plus one fifty, oh, yeah, Moose is a monster. He's well, up. By the time hun- they listen to this, the game's going to probably be over. Yeah, it's, who cares? They can That's see true. how good he is. The uh, he's up hundred nine point five eight units, and me and Rob were talking about it. Like, how are we not just tailing this blind? Like a hundred units is a lot of fucking units, considering this dude's doing like one unit to play. But anyway, I, I want to address Kurt right now, the bod. What? Who? Uh, who has a raucous house right now. He has, he has many people. Raucous. Mayhem. Raucous. He has many people in his house. There's little children running around, and his wife's running around, and there's family and members dog. there. Dog so, that wants to eat everyone. Dog, yes. Hank the Tank. So you're, uh, you're recording from an undisclosed location, are you not, Kurt? Yes, my walk-in closet. <laughs> there's many tank tops, wife beaters, and board shorts. So, so Kurt has been in the closet for about 38 years, and uh, it's good to see oh, you actually. Wait, uh, I'm looking at the picture right now that you sent, and do you yeah, have like up? a drawer pulled out with the computer and the yes. microphone on it? That is correct. Are those your Uggs in the background? That is my wife's Uggs. <laughs> okay. Thank God. <laughs> right now too. What's my heat shirt? is not on the rack. Yeah, we need to. What's, we might need to tweet this picture, Kurt. That the top left corner of these top pictures. Left. I'm hoping that's yeah. Georgia's stuff because that. Looks, yeah, the left side is her side. Uh, okay. The right side is There's my side. A lot of blue. Say. There's a lot of blue on your side. A lot of pan. Kurt's on his side. Kurt's a big fan of light blue. It appears. I don't see any argyle. I'm kind of disappointed. I've never well, seen it's my. Uh, it's my work shirts. I've never seen you in light blue. Yet your whole closet is light blue. It seems. That's where he keeps it. It looks like the tags. What are you talking about? My first shirt there is maroon. Yeah, well, that, it's it's very earth colors, right? It's all like maroon. Or- yeah, but that's what you do when you dress business casual at work. Uh-huh. It's like stripes do? and squares and How all types of shit. How many pairs of flip flops do you have, Kurt? You could see those. <laughs> yeah, where? How many pairs? No, I think do those you are have? those aren't mine. You can't see any of my shoes in this picture. It's all 
my wife's. Wow. Well, why are they on? Oh, they're okay. So she has many flip flops. Okay, that yeah. makes more sense. I don't have anything of more. Took up the whole rack. Yeah. My like, heat is actually behind the draw. You see how the draw's pulled out? Yeah. My heat's right behind That's it. Guys, just remember, heat. he's in the. You can room actually right now. see it. <laughs> You're he's sitting in there. Yes, as we're doing this, I want you to just picture Kurt sitting on a on a fourteen dollar chair with a draw pulled out, and a. I would I would be willing to wager your microphone is worth more than your whole setup there with the drawer and the chair and everything else. Is that a fair statement? Well, the closet alone, not the clothes, not the clothes. I'm saying the setup. No, no, I'm talking about the closet setup. Was you're looking at thousands of dollars? Right. No, no, just the drawer, the chair. The dr- the, uh-huh. Like all that, like like the mic is definitely the most valuable piece. That chair looks very shitty, Kurt. No, yeah, this is a shitty extra chair we use for like parties. I had to bring upstairs for this because I needed somewhere to sit. Okay. Have you guys stuff. ever hired a professional organizer to organize your stuff? Because I hear that's no. Thing. Georgia is a professional yeah, organizer. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. extremely yeah. OCD, yeah. and this house is immaculate at all times. Yes, wow. that is, I can verify that as someone who who frequents there often. Yeah, uh, very very neat. Not a thing out of place, and you have to be very careful because you don't want to leave things out of place. Because then yes. you feel bad. So now you're uh, right, it yourself, though, Kurt. I always remember. That. Uh, by default, no, he's she not. Is. He's not. Yes, I am. No, he's not. Tom, no, he's not. No, way he's not. fucking cleaner than you. Well, that's like saying you're fucking. Bro. That's like saying you're skinnier than Roseanne Barr. Like, I mean, yeah, obviously, <laughs> no. it doesn't. Bro, make you Tom skinny. is such a disaster. When I used to live with him back in the day, when he would leave a bathroom after brushing his teeth, there was dried toothpaste everywhere. I don't know what the fuck happens I'm a when he brushes big his teeth. Spitter. I spit with authority. Holy I a, Christ! I have a strong it was stream. The worst. It's like on the mirror. Spit stream. Yeah. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah. Like, the sink is just pasted in toothpaste. Yeah. Well, I'm a like, strong spitter. But, um, no, Tom is the sloppiest kid you'll you ever understand, live with. Bob and Ben, you'll understand how sloppy your friends are. Because I, I go to Constantino's house. I go to Mad Lab's house. I go to Kurt's house. Everything is always nice. Everything's always good, right? Everything's in its place. Keep in mind, Mad Lab's got a girlfriend. Constantino's got a wife. Kurt's got a wife. These motherfuckers come here on Saturday night for UFC. When they leave... Like, I have to pre-clean for the cleaning ladies. That's how bad it is. Wow. Like I, it, it's fucking shit everywhere. Mad Lab's spittoon and fucking Kurt's fucking pliables fucking laying all over the place. Uh, I love pliable. Oh, it's a fucking Shout mess. out to pliable. You guys are fucking disasters. And then they claim that they're clean because they don't realize when they're home, they leave shit out and their wife's just clean it. So their house did, always did looks you talk clean. About on one of the, you talked about on one of the pods how bad of a cleanup uh, Kurt was one oh, time. Oh, the worst. Yeah, that was all BS. Bro, that, that's a conspiracy in itself. he tried to fucking itself. clean the place, he fucking, there was a hole in the bottom of the garbage bag, and he poured all the beers in That's it, what it And was. he dragged the fucking no. sewer Bob, of beer he's just pissed out. because last time we played beer pong, I beat him. He and beat now he's all once fucked in up like, in the fu- head. Bob, it took What him, are you talking about? Put Constantino on the podcast right now. It took him seven months, Bob, to beat me in beer pong. Seven months. <laughs> months to get a W in my house. Teammates or straight up. Seven months. Think about that. We, yeah, we do UFC. Hey, like, let me ask you this. When you guys play, yeah, when you guys see. play beer pong, do you put the water in the cups and drink your own individual drink? I drink beer. Some of the Wait, guys. what? Sometimes, sometimes Mad Lab will. Oh, will put water. water in the main cups? In the main cups. Yeah, oh, I think the, Cookie Rob did that. Yeah, me and the bod. Rob's me not a You put the beer in the main driver. cups? No, he yeah, of course. Yeah, me and Bob, me and Nabod drink our drink our beers. I'll drink out of anyone's cup. I'll drink out of off the floor. I don't know. I yeah, get that's so a scary thing. When I go to someone's house and there's water in the cups. I'm yeah, like, no, really? I don't play like that. Shit. Yeah, no. I, yeah, but there is sober people that want to play. You just no, they're not. Allowed. No, you shouldn't be allowed to. They're Sorry. not allowed. That's <laughs> it. It's fucking. It's it's a disadvantage too. 
Uh, let's get to conspiracy shit. So we got a lot going on right now in the world of conspiracies. We have, uh, first of all, I'm so sick of fucking trying to talk to people about real life shit. And then they're conspiracy theorists. So I, I, I the QTN thing that just refill everyone. Kurt, you're a QTN, right? That's right. Everyone knows that. Okay. Everyone knows that. We do have new listeners every show. Uh, Bob. Oh, that's true. What I don't know what about? I am. You don't have a, a, a bumpkin, country bumpkin. That's all we dickhead got. or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> ben, Ben, what is your tag? Mainstream skeptic. Mainstream skeptic, and I'm a Gnostic supernaturalist, I believe, which I have <laughs> the fucking coolest name by far. So, so we're not conspiracy theorists. I'm, I'm going to start Absolutely trying not. to remove this term from the global vernacular through this podcast because it's just it's such a negative, condescending term where it makes it sound like everything you say is nuts. But basically, talking to people right now, there's a couple big issues that we're going to try and touch on. Who knows what the fuck we end up talking about on this podcast because we end up fucking going in all places. The climate change shit with this girl, Greta Thunberg, is definitely something we're going to hit on. The Trump impeachment. I'm yeah, I'm obsessed with that, too. The Trump impeachment <laughs> thing we're going to talk about. Um, I know Bob has a big heart on for amendment suppression. And I was just going through, like, the top five <laughs> amendments in the Constitution and how all of them are just being fucking raped. completely dismantled and raped just hour by hour. It's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, singularity, because I saw that video on uh, on the robot that was doing the, the Simone Bales or whatever her yeah, name was. Gymnastics or whatever. Yeah, the robot's doing gymnastics now. And people are like, oh, this is really cool. It's like, no, we're all going to die. Like, do you not understand no, think, what we're doing? I think you're off on that. Okay, we'll get there. And then Soros for sure. We're definitely going to talk about George Soros. So where do you guys want to start? You want to start with this little girl? That's fine. I love this little girl. All right, then, Kurt, Bod, you start it. You want me to start it? Love her? No, Bod, Bod. Oh. Yeah, Kurt, Bod. I'm just going to call you Kurt. There's too many Bs. Uh, no, I am the Bod. It's in my contract. All right. I bat third, and I'm the Bod. Yeah, but Bod sounds like Bob. Yeah, so make him change his name. He's too he came stoned. in later he than me. I've been here for 78 episodes. Just call me Sideshow. He's show. baked. He's baked the whole time. Even when I say bod, he's going to be like, yeah, what, what up? <laughs> <laughs> like, they fucking shaggy, like, oh, what? You know me? Uh, all right, so the bod. Would you like to start about this little girl that you're in love with? Who I so hate? this, bro, no, wait, do you hate her or do you love the video? I hate all, everything about it. But don't you love the video? The, the death No, metal. I hate the message, but the video, it's like the voice... The look, everything about her, it's I could pretty. just watch it 4,000 times it's, over. It's so dramatic. It, it's hysterical. How dare you? You are it's How, how dare, dare you? It's so I should dr- be in school right now. It's so, <laughs> it's so great. I love it. I should be in school right now. Like, they go to school, bitch. What the they fuck? go to school. Yo, you know what's I funny about that? She's the one that has organized the uh, walk out of school for climate change. Oh, my God. Like How, many- how dare you? How dare you? dare you like go to school like you, no one's listening to you like everyone thinks you're crazy no i am kurt is outside of the bod the only one she's gonna be the one person i follow on twitter yeah she's 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 <laughs> have you have you heard her when she doesn't have a script in front of her no it's like obama no. when he doesn't have a teleprompter yeah she's just a mess well yeah i mean well she's 15 she's, or 16 she's 15 so. and you know she's on the spectrum she has uh asperger's oh is she Oh yeah, autism. To give a little background to what does what she we're really? Well, that's smart. I mean, that's for those who don't already know. Yeah, this Ben, is go. A, like a sophomore in high school, 15, 16 year old girl who's making speeches on you know at the UN and all these different cable networks talking about basically how the world is ending because of climate change and 
she gave this big dramatic speech that it looks like she is basically an actress and she was just reading someone else's script and they tell her where to put her emotions and you know which line she needs to cry for and stuff like that and it just it looks so staged that this girl is now like the lead climate scientist you know, <laughs> the, the the most credible person they have on their side really to come out but why do they always resort to kids just like when I'll the school shootings happened it was hodge or whatever I'll his name is why. what Listen, is their obsession it, first of all we all know that they're obsessed with kids they like to fuck them and kill them oh, yeah, and drink good. their blood I set and you stuff. up for that yeah. <laughs> but the reason why they always use kids, and this has been going on since the Nazis in the 1940s, who if you go and just Google images of the pigtailed girls that the Nazis used to use to fucking get their messages out, when you, especially a kid with some type, that, that's why when you're saying now that she, she has what, Asperger's or what does she have? Yeah, uh, Asperger's. Autism, Asperger's, yeah. Oh, yeah. High, high school. I didn't know that. It's that perfect the whole because thing. guess what? They become invincible. You right. cannot touch them. You cannot shit on them. You can't make fun of them. You can't deny their message. So, and, it, and it pulls at the heartstrings of every parent who sees a child. So what you do is you put the face of your movement as a young child with some sort of disorder. And then when someone like me wants to come out on Twitter going, why the fuck is anyone listening to this girl? What she's saying is batshit crazy. And she's a puppet to her handlers. Everyone can go. You're going after a young, innocent girl with Asperger's, you yep. evil, evil monster. And it silences the opposition by doing that. If they had a 50-year-old white man saying this, I can go tee off on this motherfucker because that's who wrote the speech. The writer of the speech was a 65-year-old white man probably or something. Yeah, but even for the kid, like if she was wearing a MAGA hat, she would have been thrown out of there. Oh, the MAGA, right, exactly. So, so you may, you know, the left basically just does this intention. And it's been, the thing people well, don't that's happened. This has been going right? on for 100 years using children as props. Did you see the mashup between Greta Thunberg's speech and the girl from 1982 who's now 40-year-old, yeah. mother of three and living a great yes. life, who also gave the same speech in 1982 about how the world is going to end and you guys are stealing my childhood and my children yes. are going to be born in a world without snow and with you know 150 degree temperatures and where they can't bring well that never happened and then yeah but is it i said this on the podcast i don't know two or three episodes ago what happened to the ozone layer that's that's what she was talking about in that speech the ozone layer has a hole and we're all going to die right and magically, that's all better now. 2012, right. everything was supposed to be over. Like, you know, AOC's declaring the world ending. Biden was declaring. Al Gore was declaring the world ending. This has been going on forever, guys. They yeah. just do this with every new generation, Ben. What they do is the new generation now, the young kids now, don't remember the girl from 1982. They don't remember the speeches from 2000. They're not going to remember Greta Thunberg in 20 years. And 20 years from now, there'll be a new Greta Thunberg who's going to start talking about the world's going to end. The world's going to end. And it's just... Anyone who's been alive long enough, like who's 80 or 90 right now, is probably just laughing, going, I've heard this a thousand times and nothing ever happens. Yeah, it's crazy. And they just keep recycling the same talking points over and over. And I have this list of um, 50 years of failed climate change predictions. Mm -hmm. In 1967, they said dire famine by 1975. And, and keep in mind, these are all like what you would call reputable uh, newspapers. Uh, 1969, everyone will disappear in a cloud of blue steam by 1989. Um, 1970, they said ice age by 2000. Mm -hmm. America subject to water rationing by 1974 and food rationing by 1980. So this is all in the 70s and earlier that they were saying all this stuff. And 
first it goes, you know, it's going to be really hot and then it's going to be really cold. And it's just like they refuse to acknowledge that this has been going on for since the the world had, you know, an atmosphere, basically. Right. And it, and there, I have a list here, which uh, I'll post uh, on my Twitter. I already posted it uh, in reference to one of Jenna Jameson's things of 150 articles from Newsweek, The Post, The Times, the news channels, like like you name it, like hundreds and hundreds of these things that I've found that basically are all talking about from 1970 to 1974. They're talking about uh, global freezing. That's what it is. It's the, the, the cooling of the climate. And there was this big fear. It was a five-year scare. Now, again, if you're not in your 50s, you probably don't remember. I'm, I don't remember it. I had to go look it up and research it. But I started, like an educated person, speaking to people in their 60s and 70s and 50s. And everyone's like, yeah, we remember that. We remember that. So it was a global freeze just fucking in 1975, just fucking 30, 40 years ago. There was this big fear of this Arctic condition. Now, I know the Time magazine cover of the Ice Age is coming is flawed. It's a photoshopped cover. That cover is not real. But the stories about the upcoming Ice Age in magazines, including the Time, are real. That's what yeah. was going on. Everyone was scared to death of the freeze. Right. And what do, what do they so, do when you say anything counter to the, the, the point of, of global warming? They call you a denier, just like right. they call you a conspiracy theorist. Right. So as soon as you say anything or provide evidence contrary to the, the popular belief, you're automatically labeled a denier. And I can't right. tell you how many times I've been labeled a denier just for asking questions about CO2 emissions, you know? Kurt knows all about questions. But hold on. So, um, all right, so for those that don't know, what's the conspiracy in this? So they're saying that the climate's changing, which everyone on the planet knows Climate that. always changes. It changes every 30, 40, 50, 100, 200 years. Right. So now explain the conspiracy. four and a half billion years, it's Here's been Here's the conspiracy. The conspiracy... And I talked about this pre-show. If you look up something called the Club of Rome, which was established in, in 1968, which has, like, U.N. officials, former high-end politicians, um, they came out with a book in 1991 called The First Global uh, Revolution. And what they're talking about is we need a common enemy that can unite the world. And it sounds all good, like, and benevolent, but realistically it's about global domination. So – they need an outside force. So two of the main things are alien invasion, and the other mm-hmm. one is climate. Okay, so 1968, it's formed. What would you say, like, all this alarmist stuff started happening in the 70s, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, 60s, 70s. Yeah, late 60s, early 70s. So you have the Club of Rome established, and in the 70s, they start rolling out all these fear campaigns, right? So your outside enemy is now the, the world's going to end, the world's going to end. We need to get rid of sovereign states and become the new world order, and that way we can uh, – you know, centralize the control of everybody using this this fear of the world's going to end. And so the main goal of this is basically to tax the world on weather, right? Tax yeah, the, that's yeah, part t- of it. That's part yeah, of so it. So Ben, ben getting, go, yeah, go ahead. What you were just going to say, it sounds like you're coming in there, Ben. Yeah, the, the taxing is just part of it. That's just a, a way to basically get their funding in, in extra ways. But what it really is all about is control. And what you can do when you put the fear of God in people to think that they're going to die in a few years unless you listen to me, unless you do what I say. Like, that's cult-like mentality. And so by them saying the world's going to end for X, Y, and Z reason, then they could also say, well, it's because of this, so ban that. 
it's because of this, so ban that. And so you just start banning things, taking things away from people, and then saying, well, you don't want to ban, you know, car travel, right? Like, even though this is one of the main contributors to pollution, so we're just going to tax all the miles that you drive, and we're just going to add taxes to it because you don't want to ban it, but if you're not going to get rid of it, we at least have to make money off it. So it's, it, it's a big uh, control and power and money grab. It's also an easy funnel. Uh, I've talked to a lot of people who've worked as, you know, I wouldn't say high-ranking government officials, but when I was running the uh, stock trading school, I dealt with a lot of very high-end clients who were, you know, some of which were in the government, some of which, you know, were billion-dollar, you know, guys ran CEOs, ran hedge funds, you know, multi-million-dollar, big-scale guys who had connections to everything. And they said the thing they would always tell me is that there's a few different ways for the government to funnel money, right? Like when one of the big questions in finance is always when Goldman Sachs gets fined half a billion dollars for doing something, where does that money go? Like no one knows. Like even no one knows where it goes. And that's one of the big things. It gets funneled back in, right? So they're not really even paying the fines because they're getting it on the back end. This is paying people off and doing all that. Two of the easiest things to funnel and siphon money into are the space program and climate change. Mm -hmm. Because... There really is no end game, right? It's just constant research, research, research. You know, we need to research, research. We need more money to fund climate change. And remember the whole fucking solar thing? There's going to be solar panels on every car by the year 2010. And all the energy in the world is going to be done on windmills. And, fuck, and, and no, it's not. It's a fad. It comes in. They get all this money in for all this fucking solar. And, and then they do the same thing with the space program. And then it, no one knows where it goes. And no one knows what it did. It never accomplishes anything. So it's well, an easy funnel. Yeah, here's my question. So it almost seems like they're fronts for like money laundering, kind of like when you know the Italians open up a you know a, a restaurant. But realistically, you know, it's just hey. it's a way to clean the money. You know, they have a laundry mat next to a restaurant, and uh, you know, it seems like these 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 philanthropic endeavors and these green uh, endeavors and all this stuff is is a way to just just siphon money. And, and I don't know. If but what about? Yeah. All these people that have died that come up with alternative fuel sources, like Stanley Allen Meyer. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he comes oh, up same with, with the holistic healers. They all fucking get whacked every fucking yeah, day. Yeah. Right. So Stanley Meyer comes up with a way for cars to run on water and then magically gets poisoned in a restaurant. Right. 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 Exactly. And and they that's the thing because they don't money. really want to solve the problem. They ju- it's almost right. like it's almost like the medicinal industry, right? The pharmaceutical industry. They don't want to cure cancer. They just the money's in the medicine. The money's not in the cure, right? right? It's the same thing with climate change. They actually don't – they want to f- scare you with this and f- make you fear this and all that. But they don't re- – they're not going to ever solve the issue. There's nothing to solve. They're never going to solve it. Like, first of all, plastic straws, like this shit is right. insane. It's .001% of what's doing it. You have one factory in China, which is causing probably more you know, climate uh, problems than the whole fucking United States itself. So they're never going to solve it. Yeah, but it. who started that? Probably a – paper straw company right exactly like how are you ben yeah i agree um you have all these different types of resources that can be used and they fight against the ones that would be the most groundbreaking and and you know game changing for everybody with like things like free energy things that will get you a higher voltage of electricity that will power your whole house or a whole city or a whole town and they don't want that they want those resources to be scarce so or what about nuclear scarce... energy they've demonized nuclear energy when everybody thinks nuclear yeah. they automatically think atomic bombs hiroshima right. but if you if you if you dive into nuclear energy if you want to talk about reducing the carbon footprint and 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 three years ago i would have thought i was crazy for saying that 
And then I watched a TED Talk debate about nuclear energy and how efficient it is compared to wind, solar, you know, you name it. Um, yeah, the only problem with that is the downside is not almost as good as the upside, but it's it's probably the worst of any alternative source that you could have. Mm. Uh, and like the coal, they talk about, you know, carbon and di- carbon dioxide being in the atmosphere and that causing all the issues. It's like, well, you know, a lot of green and, you know, trees and, and uh, the algae and stuff, like, they depend on that. So if you start getting rid of that, that's a downside there that you know isn't as bad as a nuclear meltdown mm-hmm. downside that could really you know destroy not just the population but anyone being able to survive in that area for you know decades so while there are a lot of positives to it the the negatives really are you know exponentially worse than the negatives of other resources and, and are the they, are they just trying to scare you into thinking that that's the other thing you know what was that are they just trying to scare you into thinking that seems like a scare tactic to me if you're trying to divert some kind of like this whole jewel shit that's going on right now. No, man. I you mean, when they, there have actually been nuclear meltdowns and it's ruined areas. Like just look at Fukushima, like the meltdown they had there, like the the radiation Chernobyl. that it, it yeah, Chernobyl. The radiation that it puts in the air sure. the, and the the soil and the water around it, it makes it unlivable. Sure. I mean, we should we should just build a bunch of those and blow them up in California and just wipe out all the all the liberals. <laughs> have a nuclear meltdown in California. That'd be great. The uh, the but here's the, the annoying uh, thing. Yeah. yeah go, okay. So the the left the movement is uh, free Medicare, uh, free medical, free school, right. uh, climate. Do they realize all these things are going to be taxed? These aren't free, so we're going to have to pay for all these. The things. The funniest part so, of that. That's where I was going with this, Kurt. That. The, the older you get, like I said, the, you don't become a conservative until you have something to conserve, right? So the older you get, the more that you realize how big a crock of shit 90% now. I'm not talking about the social issues. And this is where you guys really need, if you're listening, to understand that there's a difference between Democrats and Republicans and libertarians, right? You know, Democrats are usually all socially liberal, all fiscally liberal. Republicans are usually the exact opposite on both sides. Libertarians fall into a bunch of different groups where, you know, we kind of pick and choose. I agree with the left here. I agree with the right here. Socially, on some of these social issues, you know, I'm very liberal as far as gay marriage and a lot of the other stuff that we've talked about. You know, the government having less control, stay away from us, legalize drugs, all that kind of shit. But the left has no fiscal policies that work. None. Like, literally, if you know anything about economics and finance, nothing on the left from a fiscal standpoint. I'm not saying socially they don't have a lot of good agendas, you know, that all the stuff we're talking about plus other things. But fiscally, they have nothing. They're mostly socialists, all of them. And if you look at the worst financial cities in America, Bob, I think you posted this shit too. I posted it once also. 15 of the 16 brokest cities in America have been under democratic control for decades, right? Like, yeah. they don't have any positive fiscal... Qual- they're socialists, they're free everything, and it hasn't worked in any country, it hasn't worked anywhere. And that's the reason why they have trouble getting elected. So when they start talking about free education, free healthcare, go to Italy, go to some of these places that have free healthcare, you're waiting online for seven hours to see a doctor that's shitty, that's going to do a garbage job. Look at the teeth of these people overseas that have free dental. You're, you're waiting months for appointments at these places. It's poor health care. It's horrible 
health care that everyone wants. Free college. Well, when you start doing all this and when you start making everything free, then it, it has to be taxed. When you look at wiping away student loans like Bernie Sanders is talking about, you can't do that. You can't just wipe away a whole generation's student loans that they're due to pay right now because that's on the balance sheet of Citibank. These are, right. these are assets on the balance sheet of these banks. And if they just get wiped off, then these banks are going to go under. We're going to see the stock market crash. None of this stuff makes sense. They want to raise minimum wage to $20. Do you know I've done financial presentations of two hours in length on what would happen if they raised the minimum wage 50% higher than it is right now to Walmart, to all these companies. It would tank their stocks. It's extra liabilities on their balance sheet times thousands of offices. It would tank their stock. And yes, the individual would be making more money at a minimum wage, but you would crash the stock market. Hmm. So would you rather have the stock market crashing or you make an extra $3 an hour? It, it, all this stuff has secondary factors Honestly, Tommy, that they, they don't talk about. There's a lot of them that are hoping for recessions. So they that want they the recession. blame it on capitalism and, and Republicans and things like that so they can get their policies enacted because when you, when you have the fear of the people, you can also control them and say – you know, I'll, I'll give like just like some of the Democratic candidates, like I'll give you money, free money, as long as you vote for me, like things like right. that. Like you're, but you're didn't we see this with Obama, where right. anytime there was a crisis, he would just print money, and our credit rating continuously yeah. dropped to the lowest in reason. record time. Yes, and that's the whole funny thing. Like we just had eight years, we had eight years of Bill Clinton, we had Hillary basically running the whole campaign, running the whole fucking government at that point when Bill was in. We had eight years of Obama, and where was it, guys? You, had, you literally had times in Obama's administration where he had full support, where he had the whole House and the whole presidency. He had all Democrats in line. There was, no, there, was no, there was nothing. He had full control of everything. And nothing got done. No, these but are, isn't that why you want to see a Democrat get elected, just so they could see no, nothing changes? No, because what they do is they don't do anything. They're constantly rerunning for the next election. And then when they're out, they blame the predecessor or the next person. Nothing no, they gets do done. The they, but they do things that don't help the American people at large. Right. And then they start and race they, they, riots six, you know, six months before yeah. the election. They do to things get, to help you know, people from other countries. Yeah. They do things to enact their plans that you know, aren't looking out for everybody. They're just looking out for themselves. Right. But, and, um, and here's the thing. Like, if you look at a company, just to give you guys an idea, okay? Walmart employs 2.1 million people, okay? They employ 2.1 million people. So if you take 2.1 million and you times it by an extra $8 an hour, that's $16.8 million an hour right. that Walmart is going to be losing. $16.8 million an hour. for What do you think that's going to do to Walmart stock? If they have to pay an extra $16.8 million an hour, think about that. Like People that's, will lose their jobs. Right? I mean, this is, yeah, but we saw this with Obamacare, right? As soon as Obamacare went in, how many people lost their full-time status because companies couldn't afford to pay exactly. for their health and, benefits and anymore? Is, dude, listen. It's the same thing we did in high school, right? It's the same exact thing we did in high school. It, 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 you know, what do you do if you want to win the election in high school? Do you say, hey, I'm going to try and— uh, Free candy. Right, like I want to put a global warming initiative out or I want to— No, you tell everyone, everyone get—we're going to do two proms— 
and we're going to put junk food in the juice machine, and no lunch is going to be an hour and a half going forward. FYI, Tom did this by... Yeah, I did. I, I right. did win the election, too, by doing now, this. Now, did you, <laughs> Tom did you did fulfill this. your promises, Tom? No! <laughs> he just <laughs> wanted to I get some food. Kurt was there. I got elected. I was president. Promises like, made, promises not kept. It doesn't matter, because once you win the election, what are they going to do? They can't kick me out. I'm already in. And that's what they do now. Like, they're fucking pandering to people who are making fucking ridiculous promises. Yeah, but how crazy is it that people believe this? Because they're stupid, Kurt. They're not researched. They're not well-aversed in finance. I'll give you a good example. And and this is how they they talk to the people. And this is how they try to get their stuff passed. So Elizabeth Warren, she was being asked about, like, her health care plans and the costs and how— it's unreasonable and everything like that. And Hold on one second, Ben. i got to cut you off for a second. Uncle Danny's calling in. Let me put him on speaker for a second. Uh, I'll what? Get him on the pod. His first time on the pod? He's going to love this. Danny. Yo. Yo, you're on the, uh, <laughs> you're on the No Mercy podcast right now. He's going to ask about his fantasy team. How you doing? Yeah. Well, we're recording. Ooh, me, Bob, Goodwin? and Kurt, and Ben are recording the podcast. I just answered the phone to put you on so you could be on it because you always ask to be on it. Well, I just upgraded it. you got to speak louder. I just upgraded it. Yes, now it's now it's officially in. So we're gonna hang up on you, but we wanted to give you your first appearance. Danny, is there anything <laughs> no, you wanna no is there anything you wanna tell the fans for your upcoming debut at some point? And everything you guys say you got from me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel and Daniel Jones sucks. Yeah, can you guys give me advice? What do you want? Danny would like oh, advice, geez. guys. Can you hear him? Yeah. Yeah, we got him. Okay, go. Go, Danny, okay. what do you want? Oh, Macklin. 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 Is Jerry Macklin even in the NFL anymore? <laughs> McClellan. Mac. McClellan. He's got Macklin. Macklin. <laughs> I'm like, fucking Jerry Macklin. Well, that's okay. All right. What do you want? And, um, that's okay. Macklin and McLaren. Okay. Okay. I have McLaren and... Tell him McLaren and Godwin are game time decisions. He can't McLaren, figure anything out until okay. Sunday. So, Kurt said... McLaren and Godwin are game time decisions, so you can't fi- figure out anything till Sunday. But Mac Stephon is in a great matchup, so Diggs. start Mac. Yeah, you have Diggs too, and Jeremy Macklin's not yeah, in the NFL. Start Mac. Yeah, tell him to start Mac. Start Mac. Start Mac. Oh Jesus! <laughs> we hang oh, up on. He's got three right, days to put him back in. Danny, we, we got to call you. Back. He's got three. We it's gonna take him three days to figure out it's how gonna, to put him back. They're in. making fun of you. You can you can make fun of him on air. Why are they making fun of me? That's not very nice. Everything they know is because of me. <laughs> I agree. Okay? I agree. Everything that you guys know in life is because of me. So whoever's listening, the six people that are listening to the podcast, <laughs> they're gone. Okay? All right? So All you right. understand that? Yes, Danny. Sorry, Danny. All right, cousin. Edit this stuff? What? No, we don't use editors. We just fucking run with it. Okay, well, if anybody edits me out, I'm coming out <laughs> baseball back. <laughs> Okay. All right, Dan. Go start. Go start, Mac. I'll call <laughs> you. I need my lineup fixed. Oh, what, dude? It's fucking it's Friday. You Bro, got he... two days. We'll call you tomorrow. Okay, thank you very much. All right, love you. <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Uncle Danny, dude, we got to get him on here at some point. I, I do want to say something but real right. quick about his lineup. So I told him to start Eckler <laughs> week one, and then he made a late call to Kurt, and Kurt told him to put Mac in because he didn't know. How many touches Eckler would get, and Eckler scored 15 more points. Yeah, but Macklin, Macklin put up 180. Why are you rushing saying yards. Macklin? No, now it's yeah, Macklin. What the fuck is <laughs> Jerry Macklin's not in the league anymore? <laughs> the dance fucking everyone up. It's contagious. Jesus Christ, Ben. Back to what you were saying. Elizabeth Warren is where you ended, I believe. I can't believe you remembered that. <laughs> 
I, I I think you guys got to help him out with his lineup because he doesn't know what's going on. No, Danny. He's three and zero. He starts. He starts all the Giants. Wow. He just wants. To it's start always off. the people who don't know what they're doing that end up going three and zero. Yep. That's true. Yep. Um, yeah. So Elizabeth Warren was being asked about like the costs of the health care that she was proposing, and she was like, "Well, the costs are going to go way down for them." The, and then the people asking her questions like, "Okay, well, what about the taxes?" She's like. Well, don't 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 really worry about the taxes because the the cost is going down. And they were like, "Well, the taxes are going up, right?" She's like, "Yeah, but but it's okay. People lo- love to pay them, just like Bernie Sanders. Yeah, yeah. yeah they'll, they'll love to pay the higher taxes if if they're getting lower uh, cost on their health care. It's like, well, is isn't that like kind of counterintuitive? Right, right. Like, like why would why would you want to pay more in taxes so you can get cheaper health care? Why wouldn't you just want cheaper health care? Because they can't. Like, it's all, everything. I want you people out there listening to just just research this shit. Everything they promise is complete fucking bullshit. You're not going to get solar energy in the next eight years being the mainstay. You're not going to get free health care. Hillary's been trying for fucking free health care for fucking 50 years. That's been her initiative. The environment and health care. There's been decades worth of Democratic presidents in over that time. And nothing has gotten done. Free health care is not getting done. Uh, we free got school is not getting done. Uh, uh, saving the planet, planet is not getting done. None of this is getting done. So that's what pisses me off when people talk about this shit. It's like, okay, great. You know what? Like, I'm going to run as a Republican and just say I'm going to give everyone a million dollars. That's the equivalent of what they're saying. None of it's ever. But isn't it happen. great that they want everything for free except for free speech? Yeah, exactly. That they don't want. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What else on Did this Greta thing? you hear about what just happened there, in New York? What was just banned? What's up? Well, uh, in New York, it was just banned that you're you can't say uh, you can't call someone illegal alien out of hate. Oh my god! So it's now <laughs> illegal with uh, fines punishable up to two hundred fifty thousand per offense. How's that possible? That, that can't be. There's no way that's right. That can't be legal in New, in New York. Yep, in the city. Oh my god! New York City. Like, yeah. dude, all that. I mean, we were talking about this. We'll come back to fucking <clears throat> Greta here too. But you could also Google another name, uh, Severn Suzuki. She's the other one uh, from 1992. So I got one yep. from 1979, 1992. There was another girl in 2000. I forget what her name was. And then there's Greta in 2019. But Severn Suzuki, if you Google that, you'll see her making basically the same exact Greta Thunberg speech um, to the UN, I believe, when she made it to him. But uh, yeah, so this cl- so now the question here is before we dovetail into the amendments and stuff. I think when you start to debate the legitimacy of the fact that Greta Thunberg is obviously basically a George Soros puppet, and we'll talk about Soros in a second, people start to say you're a climate change denier. Like, I don't think it's really about whether the climate is changing or not or whether it's getting warmer. They did change the way they started calculating the weather data 20 years ago, if you notice, where everything started to fucking seem like it was getting warmer out of nowhere. But it's not really about the fucking climate change. My whole thing is we got bigger shit to worry about right now than what the fuck's going to happen to the planet 50 years ago because no one knows what the fuck they're talking about and none of it's going to change. If you really want to make an impact, and I sent a tweet about this, and this is what pisses me the fuck off. All these fucking libtards out there are running around telling everyone what we need to do as far as government regulations and this and that. And I sent a tweet. I said, if you, look, millennials, we're destroying the environment. Okay, then give up your car. Right. Stop buying manufactured foods and goods. 
Stop using paper. Right. Stop using electricity. Stop using the toilet. Stop using TV. Stop using your computer. Stop using your phone. And you do your motherfucking part, you millennial fuck, to help this goddamn environment. So you want to start a pitch to save the motherfucking environment? Give up your fucking car first. Number one, you do not need a car in 2019. You can ride a bicycle. You could take an Uber if you have to, if it's a desperate situation where you need to get somewhere. Do not own a car. Stop fucking buying iPhones. Stop using paper. Turn the air conditioners off in your house because electricity and all. Stop buying manufactured goods and foods. Do your fucking part. When I find someone who's doing any... Fuck doing all that shit. Do two of those things. When I find a fucking millennial or a liberal who says, listen, I gave up my car, gave up my iPhone, and stopped buying manufactured goods, we can sit down and have a talk about fucking climate change. Until you do one fucking thing to try and affect this, go stick a fucking bottle up your ass, you libtard fucking fraud. Or how about this? How about when they do all their protests and have their big festivals and all this shit where they're twerking in the streets and shit? Clean up after yourself after it's done and don't leave garbage in the fucking streets and all over the place. Well, what about paper straws? Isn't that counterproductive? Don't even get me started on paper straws. And (laughs) It's funny because like two weeks ago, right after one of the debates, you know, they were all talking about like, you got to cut down on your meat and, you know, you got to stop using cars and all this shit. And then they all go to a steak fry that weekend where they were just grilling up like 10,000 pounds of steak. It's virtue with, signaling. Yeah. yeah, with these huge grills, putting smoke into the air and they're all taking pictures with the steak. And it's like you were just saying not to eat meat and not to drive cars and look at all this, you know, pollution you're putting into the air. Well, we work that company. We work in manhattan uh where you could like rent out office spaces and stuff mm-hmm. like that uh, ben you were telling me exactly what the company does i think it looks like an airbnb for office spaces kind of like you can rent yeah, them out like they own they own like floors and buildings and then they just set up a bunch of different little like offices inside and they have small businesses rent out office space to them right so, so the only reason i know who they are is because they're in the news right now i never heard of them but it seems like a cool company cool idea but their ceo just banned employees expensing meat. So you can expense your meals when you go like a business dinners and stuff like that. You can now expense everything but meat. So if you get a vegetarian meal that costs $20, you can expense it. If you get a fucking steak, you can't expense it for environmental reasons. Meanwhile, the same CEO is still flying around in his private jet. He kept his private jet. But he's banning the... Why do you think he did this? Because it'll make the news. Like, look at us. We're progressive. We're trying to turn everyone into a fucking vegan and save the environment. Are you going to do the shit that you need to do with your fucking private jet, which is destroying the environment more than any eight-ounce filet? No. Yeah, my favorite thing is, like, when you have all these A-listers, like going to a climate right. change conference and they're all flying in their jets in a jet on their yachts and stuff it's so fun. well they have six houses like bernie sanders yeah. and how about obama yeah, but does buying the fact fucking waterfront property houses. yeah they're beachfront yeah. houses and, and they're saying that the sea levels are going to rise they literally the were just talking about fucking florida and california how the fucking sea level is going to rise and wipe people out and those same fucking people just bought beachfront property in those two spots. And the banks are still giving loans to beachfront like, properties. And, can you yeah. really believe that someone believes that 
the fucking sea levels are going to rise to a level where California and Florida are going to be wiped off as they're buying three months earlier beachfront property in said spots? Right. Like, right. how the fuck do yeah, you even listen not- to someone? They're trying to get cheaper real estate. Right. They're, mm. And then people are like, oh, no, no, no one would make that investment unless they knew it was bullshit. They're exactly like Ben said. They're trying to drive the prices down for their fucking properties. Fucking all bullshit. I just, mm-hmm. it's so sick of fucking What's the logic behind not eating meat? What do you mean? Oh, because like, why of are the, they not the, eating the meat? amount of like carbon uh, footprint for like, <laughs> including like cow farts and cow stuff. Cow farts. Yeah. Cow but that's what I mean. Well, if, the amount of land we got to get rid of cow farts, don't we want to kill cows? <laughs> yeah, but then you have to have the plants to you know this keep in operation confusing. that like the slaughterhouses right. and stuff like that. Right. The, oh the bottom God. line is: listen, straws and meat ain't the fucking reason, you idiots. Listen to me: straws and meat have been around for hundreds of years when the fucking when the environment, the climate, and everything was fine. It's the factories in China. If you want to talk about what's really destroying the environment yeah, and the ozone, luck getting them to stop. the factories in China cause like more than half the pollution, pollution in the world. A plastic straw is doing nothing. It's a virtue signaling, look at me, we're trying to change that is inefficient and doesn't affect your daily life. Turn your cell phone off. Turn your AC off. Sweat a little bit. Ride a bike. Those are the things they'll never tell anyone or make anyone do because they're quote-unquote necessities in your life right even though they're not they're not necessities you just like it they're wants but a plastic straw like these people will walk around oh, look at me i'm using a fucking i'm using a fucking paper straw i'm trying i'm doing my part you're not doing shit they just fucking talk they don't fucking do anything but isn't this turning into like a boy that cried wolf situation where they preach this every 10 years no and it's not because the fucking generation what if it does really happen and no one takes it seriously because they keep lying listen the i I taught people how to trade stocks for a living you guys know that and one of the things we used to tell them that their brokers used to do to them is they used to give them the buy and hold philosophy right and the beauty of the buy and hold philosophy from a financial advisor's perspective is you're never wrong So they used to tell them the dollar cost average down. So if I'm a financial planner, I make money off your long-term investments, right, in fees. I don't really give a shit how your portfolio performs. I get fees every year that you're my client. So my job as a financial planner, I don't have a fiduciary responsibility. I just have a responsibility to myself to keep you as a client. So what I tell anyone, when the stock market's rising, this thing's going to go to the moon. When it's falling, buy more. When it's falling more, Buy more. It, 50 years from now, 30 years from now, when you retire, it's going to be to the moon. So you're never wrong because by the time they're 70 and they realize you're wrong, it's too late. You already collected 40 years worth of fees and they're going to die soon. So you're never wrong. And it's the same thing with the climate. The world's going to end. The earth is going to end. They've already been wrong. Like they've already, ben just read you the fucking articles. I can read you 150 more. They said in the 60s and the 70s, that by 2019, we're fucking done. We're skeletons walking around this world. <coughs> Excuse me. So there's, there's basically never a wrong answer. So, Kurt, they could just do it every 10, 15 years because there's a new generation of dummies who are just coming of age that are hearing it for the first time. And it, they're just never wrong because it's so far down the line. Right. And then the language of it, when you say global warming, if the planet's actually cooling, you're wrong. But if you say climate change... Right, that's why they changed it. Right, right. You can't be wrong with climate change because it can it, it ebbs and flows naturally, right? Like the long-term climate's always changing. You know, there 
they can uh, take right. glacial samples and see where you know it was two degrees Celsius higher twelve thousand years ago than it was today. You know. Yeah, broken clock is right twice a day. That's right. Exactly. So that's the whole thing. And Soros, uh, do you know Jeff Mans didn't know who George Soros was? That's crazy. Yeah, that's Possible. Funny. I don't think so. How many people out of a hundred do you think? I mean, I, I, I'm honestly. I would say out of a hundred, regular people, just random you go, you people go through on the, the mall. Street? You fake the first hundred people you see in the mall. Fifty know who he is. I'd say thirty. Yeah, really, fifty or less. Wow. I mean, maybe it's because I'm in the finance world, so I've like everyone I know knows who he is. I'd say most people don't know who he is. Does anyone explain who he is? I mean, the big thing Soros did was fucking basically shut down the whole fucking Bank of England. He single-handedly destroyed the British pound. That's how powerful this multi-billionaire is. But um, he's behind almost everything that's going on on the left. Black Lives Matter. All these movements. It's all Soros. Yeah. Right? He funds them. A lot yeah. of the trained movements are funded by him. A lot of the you know, Arab uprisings and things like that. There are, you know, they're all staged and, and trained and given, you know, what to say. And here's your list of talking points you're allowed to say and things like that. And this is what you should be wearing. Like they give them straight up like directions on how to do these mass protests. Right. And he owns what over 30 news organizations. Oh yeah. So he's yeah. tied he to the, the media. Right. He controls the narrative. That's why he's an enemy of the QTNs. He's one of the, and now the thing is, he's like 4,000 years old. So you're like, all right, he's just going to die anyway. His son yeah. is actually like 10 times worse than him. Yep. So this is not going to end once he dies. Right. Well, he's training right. his son just like his dad trained him. I mean, if, if you right. look all right. the way back, he sold his own people out to the Nazis uh, during World War II. Uh, mm-hmm. if, you, if you watch his 60 Minutes interview, he says he has no remorse about it. And all of a sudden, you know, and then he breaks the Bank of England. And then he becomes a currency trader, and he did the same thing in Thailand. He did the same thing in his own country in Hungary. I mean, he just he, – he was called the hit and run. I think that was like the term they gave to him is the, is the hit and run because he, he would just take his hit and he'd bail. And so if you look – I mean – His nickname was the Connoisseur of Chaos. Connoisseur of Chaos. Bro, and he even name. looks It's a good evil. WWE like, He name. looks like the most evil Dude, he person. Was, he was also involved in the subprime mortgage crisis uh, in the 2000s. Of course. I believe I was, it. He was one of the main guys involved in the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac shit and Lehman Brothers. He was involved in 9-11. He's always no. involved. <laughs> <laughs> He's involved in everything. But, uh, probably was. Yeah, but. Probably was involved in 9-11 somehow. He definitely spreads asbestos, too. Right. Yeah, big asbestos. <laughs> big guy. proponent we were, on asbestos. Kurt, how do you feel about asbestos' effect on the climate change? It's ruining everything, guys. Asbestos. you got to get rid of asbestos. We got to. We got to. <laughs> well, that's why, like, you know, when we talk about Greta Thunberg, you know, this is, like, she's a false flag, you know, just like, you know, a false flag doesn't mean it has to be, like, a... Uh, you know, uh, a school shooting or people have to die. Like it has to be, you know, for example, the first thing when I saw Greta, I thought about um, this testimony from this, uh, this cool, it was back uh, right before we went into the Gulf War. Um, and you can look it up. Uh, I believe her name was Nayira, N-A-Y-I-R-A-H. Look up her testimony. She gave a false testimony yeah. in front of the UN talking about Iraqi soldiers taking babies out of incubators and what happened was is her testimony got fed to media companies and was seen by over 30 million people. You know, politicians were – you know how politicians always use anecdotal testimonies, you know, to, to pull on the heartstrings of America mm-hmm. and manufacture consent to go into wars. And so right. George Bush was using her testimony, and then we come to find out that she's the daughter of the Kuwaiti ambassador to the United States, and he's working directly with George W. Bush. And then they defend – 
Kuwait in the Gulf War. And that was one of the reasons why they went to the Gulf War, under her false testimony. You can look up the video. You can watch her. She's crying, you know, just like Greta Thunberg saying, how dare you? And so when we talk about George Soros, they're the people that are funding these types of false testimonies. And that's this is a pure example of what's called a false flag. You know? Yes, yeah. exactly. And And so the... Climate change thing, I don't even get into the depths of, look at the temperature. The temperature is rising because if you look at a, people are curve fitting the data. I'm not a climate change denier. I believe that there's climate change. I just also believe that we should look thousands of years back instead of creating our own little sample size of when it's changed. Because if you look at thousands it's of years. It's been around for billions of years. Right. The, the climate change. I mean, George Carlin's stand up was the best. He's like, this earth has been through fucking magnetic shifts, volcanoes, earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes atmospheric changes you know the pole magnetization like all of it and we're still fucking here and you're worried about a goddamn plastic bag right right like it's right. it's virtue signaling on some level like yeah could the earth get fucked up I, I don't fucking care i'm just telling you i don't care i recycle i do whatever my little part that i could do is kurt you've seen it i have a separate bucket in my house for bottles and plastic Recycling's a scam right? Tell i mean Bob. listen i do put <laughs> so if that bucket's full then I'm going to just put it in the regular garbage. I'm not going to go, oh, man, yeah, but, but I'll know, do my little bit. This is me fucking... off the most is when these politicians say, like, you know, the world's going to end in 12 years. Unless you vote for me, I'll yeah, fix it. I'll, I'll stop that. Like, like the trajectory that the planet's on, if it was going to be destroyed in 12 years, like someone just coming into office as president would be able to completely fix and reverse. Like, like give me a break. I will just tell you this. It doesn't matter if every single one of us in this country did did everything right this planet is going to do what the planet's going to do nothing yeah and how are you going to get 220 countries to get on board you're not you're not you're not america is one of the one of the it's just a piece of the puzzle like china you go pull some shit off in china then great then probably then uh, you might be able to yeah start with china if you get that then we're on board you want (laughs) to you get china to stop blowing fucking smoke and all that shit and all that fucking waste into the environment if you could get that to stop you know what i'll listen to you if right. you want to give up your car and your iPhone and electricity for, you know, you know what? I'll listen to you. But if you want to tell them to start at the bottom, no, no, motherfucker. I'm not doing shit until the people who are causing the real problem are the ones who stop. Well, why I'm do you th- use my Here's my question, y'all. Why do you think the focus is on the United States and not on China and India? Because they'll fucking shit on it. You can't, like. You think they're building the narrative? Yeah. The, first of all, they're trying to destroy American manufacturing and stuff like that. So that's part of it. But. The only people dumb enough to be brainwashed by this bullshit are fucking Americans. Everyone else around the world, like, go to China yeah, but, and go to their dictators over there and be like, hey, they'll be like, fuck you, we're going to murder you. Now. Nah, they need our pocketbook. Yeah, but isn't the whole book. seal... They need our, they need our this, pocketbook. And, and they know that we're the last piece. We're the last piece of the puzzle. The United States is. But they were saying the, the whole CO2 thing is just a theory anyway. That's all a theory. So, Most of it's a theory. And it was basically process of elimination. They're like, yeah, well, what else could it be? That was the whole solution. But for every scientist that says we're the ones ruining the earth, there's 10 more scientists saying, no, they're wrong. And what are they called? They're called pseudoscientists. That's the term they use for skeptics or deniers. Right. But but within the realm of the science community, they call the the deniers, quote unquote, the pseudoscientists. And they get thrown out of, you know, the, the official like science magazines and. You know when they do all that circle jerk like science award right. ceremony. There's not supposed to be a consensus like all the time with science like that. Never. You know you never have a final conclusion like things are always still up in the air and you're just you know 
proving it better than someone else who's trying to argue against it. That's why they like, call it research. The, you search again. Yeah. You research. But the problem that you have with this is that, you know, if you don't agree with the mainstream talking point, then they'll, you know, cast you out of the club. Like, it's not like you, like, so then whatever you're looking up and researching, they'll just say it's not credible because you're not in the club anymore. Right. Here, yeah. But isn't it funny right. that they believe in science only when it's convenient? Oh, yeah. Right. And then so they like ignore with, science. When it comes to sex, it doesn't matter. But when it comes to climate, it's everything. Right. Like there, there's 2,000 different genders. <laughs> there, but, the the you know, funny thing the is, too, to you guys have all heard this 97% of scientists believe in global warming. That's the right? biggest yeah. crock of shit. It's the biggest crock yeah, of bullshit. fucking shit in the world. And no one fucking looks deeper into it because, yes, 97% of scientists believe that the uh, temperature is warming over said period of time. But I'm looking at it right here. It's I'm even just worse to than that, though, because if 31 of, the, of those people, of those 50,000 scientists, 31,000 of them, 31,000 scientists said there is no convincing evidence whatsoever that humans can or will cause the heating of the atmosphere. So what they're saying is, yeah, if you look at the temperatures, 97% of us believe what, math. Yes, things have gotten warmer over the last 20 years. But 97% of them don't believe that we're doing shit about it. 31,000 scientists came out and said, oh, no, it ain't us. Like, it doesn't matter what the fuck we do. We can't stop or cause a catastrophic event. It's just that this thing is getting warmer. It's Have almost like me, let me give you an example real yeah, quick, Bob. Go ahead. No, it's I'm almost fine. like if a no, no, no. I, I'm rambling. But it's almost like if a plane <laughs> is coming at my building, right? And there's ten of us in the building, looking out the window, watching a plane come straight at the building. Ten out of ten of us could say, "Oh shit, that plane's going to hit our building," but none of us could do anything to fucking stop it or change it, right? Mm-hmm. So. So going back later and saying, well, 10 people said, 10 out of 10 said the plane was going to hit the building. Next time we need to... No, it, it doesn't matter what you could do. So it doesn't matter if 97% of people say the earth is warming. 31 fucking thousand of those scientists said there ain't shit we can fucking do about it. So it's bullshit. Yeah, but isn't that the same thing as uh, women make less than men? Because that one survey that came out however many years ago showed that men, on average, make more than women. And they the survey, should. The survey wasn't at the same job, same age, same right. experience. Right, and that's why men. I say they should. Here's why and that's they why, should. Go, Kurt. I'll finish before I go on. This. No, that's why when they do studies now, like Google did, uh, we're going to do a check on all this. And then after the check, they found out, oh, shit, women are making more than men in the same position. That's and that's the, why, listen, like, 100... Men should. Yeah. Male... Do- and you notice they usually use, like, doctors and lawyers and, like, these professions, right? Right. So where the average fucking male that's making money in right. there is, We're like, 70... always going to be higher. Men... Well, not always, but right now. Because women... Because the higher-paying jobs are, like, engineers, well, that no, stuff, I mean, where listen, men are, are more male, attracted to... But forget to... that. You're missing the whole point. Like, that has nothing... Yes, male you, are... Men are more prone and apt because of being more analytical and logical to excel in careers like doctor like uh, medicine and law and well it's funny because all of our friends wives we don't know what they do unless they're a teacher right because 80 percent of them are teachers right exactly so but here's the thing the reason why i say men should be making more money right now is because women just started breaking into these male dominated professions on a high level not like one out of a hundred like we're starting to see tons of female lawyers Tons of female doctors, tons of female CEOs. But this just started in the last fucking 15, 20 years. You're just starting to see this. So their male counterparts have been in there 
their whole careers and their whole lives. So when you break into any new profession, you're going to have to go in at more of an entry-level position. So the average male lawyer, the average 70-year-old male lawyer making the most money has been doing this for 45 years. The average female lawyer at the same position has been doing it for four, five, seven. So the, it, the numbers are skewed. The data is completely fucking skewed on that male versus women thing. In 50 years, once we get a whole generation, the Gen X and the millennial generation, then you could start to look at the numbers and give them some weight. But as long as they're playing with the data and the numbers, that's another bullshit problem. Well, there's a lot of things just like that and what, uh, what they choose to do. But it was also studies showing when men get hired compared to when women get hired, something like 75% of men will negotiate a higher salary right. and something like 15% of women will. Right. right. So right off the bat, there's a difference. Right. 100%. But even yeah, in these studies, hours. they found that women get paid higher when you do apples to apples. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And it makes sense because at my other job, I get alerts on my computer screen once every three months. Make sure you hire someone of another sex, meaning female or another race. Meanwhile, I've never hired a white male in my life. Hmm. And I still get these alerts all the time. Yeah, it's 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 crazy how they just manipulate and play with numbers. Ben, did you have anything you wanted to add to all that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it comes to just the hours worked and like the uh, the amount of time that you put in, really. Because if if you're working, you know, most men will not take off months and months, you know, for something like uh, maternity or paternity. Like paternity is very new to the workforce for like in in general for a lot of companies to even have. So, you know, just the fact that a woman will be on maternity and then sometimes take off a year or two or, or more just to take care of the kids at home. Like, yeah, is is it fair to the mother over the father? I don't know if you want to talk about the equity of that situation, but for the most part, like the women will get more time off and then it's harder to go back in and work all those extreme hours that the men do. And so men might get promoted faster or just, you know, get raises and things like that because of the time that they're able to put in. Now, you know. when, when you look at women who don't take off time like that and put in the same amount of hours, usually they end up making more money than the men do. You know what it is, too? I don't think anyone really factors this in. Maybe we're just the superior gender. Oh, Jesus. God yeah, forbid go, go, we just go, admit. No, it's not. Go. God it's forbid not, we just admit that. we're better at shit. Like, what no, the fuck? Okay. Like, there's no white it's running not, backs. Do, is it because they're racist against... No! The African-Americans are better at running back. They're faster. They're stronger. Men are better than women at 90% of it's shit. It's not End a better story. or worse than... We are, though. We are. <laughs> but the it's thing, not... That's the, not the what it is. It's not a better... The most it's different. Money we're better at. You're better at teaching and cooking. And you're really not, because the best chefs in the world are men. But you're not better at most <laughs> things than men. We're, I'm sorry. No. I'll fucking say it. Call me a chauvinist. No, I need to know. Men are yes. better We're at more bigger things. and stronger. I need to know Kurt's side of this because I know his Men are better listening. at more things. No, but I think it's it's people mistake it. Like Tom just says, we're better. We're better. I think it's more of <laughs> we're different. We're better. Oh, no. Which is different. We're different in a better way. Find a, find, me, find a fucking 40-year-old woman. Stand her next to me and let's have a fucking life athlon. And let's do <laughs> fucking everything. Do do? Let's see who's better at math. Let's see who's smarter. Let's see who's better on the radio. Let's see who's better. Throw football further. Throw baseball further. How about Solve an equation decorating. quicker. I bet Cook, I could whip up a really good. Nice... Yeah, don't beat my ass and all that shit. But anything but that requires money, I'll smoke them. I'd argue, I'd argue men are better interior decorators. I'll too. smoke them like Bobby with a fucking joint. Rob's going to pull this show. <laughs> fucking smoke yeah, them. The, We're off. This is the last episode. Rob's pulling it. I'm just telling you. I'm just, yeah, <laughs> just, I mean, there's, there's just better than the average woman at everything. 
What pisses me off the most is when you look at like the, uh, <laughs> the whole transgender thing, right? When you say, "Well, I'm better than them too." <laughs> transgender woman is just I'm a, a white woman. man. Like, okay. Well, every time they Jesus. go into a sport, they end up like setting world records. Like when you have a biological man who says he's a woman and goes and competes against women, they end up basically setting world records. Like it's, right. it's just crazy. Right. That so that's more science. Dominant. We're just built bigger and stronger. There's no yeah. argument there. Right. It's just more. But I love that argument because it shows that their fucking logic breaks down. It's a clear yeah. scientific example of their logic breaking down. You right. know. But it doesn't make us a better sex because we're better at football. Like we're, football no, means what nothing I'm about, in the we're grand better, spectrum. Listen, are, are the, is the listen I'm trying to get laid by the no, two female listeners. You go fucking. You go. I'm two hunting votes. You go pander. I'm trying to win votes. <laughs> you go pander for fucking colors to the year. I got I'm the fucking, females on lock yeah, right locking now. Locking down the f- every show. Kurt's gonna go and target a different demo. I got a new target. Yeah, Kurt's gonna put out some gonna PR a... video, you know, of him helping like next, some old lady. Do you remember when Tommy said this and I fought for you? Right, exactly. Like, remember when I told you that Koreans are strong are the too? Best? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, listen, they're better at a lot of things, and I'm mean, listen. I'll get called if I was more famous. I'd be on TMZ tomorrow, right, for this rant. But the bottom line is when it comes – and not like, like Trevor's wife, Christy, is super smart and, like, just can go toe-to-toe with me in all areas of business. Yes, there are exceptions. But the average woman is not great at making money. They don't have that killer instinct. They don't have that cutthroat ability. The average. You know, you could say that's sexist. Well, so is that Asians are it's- bad drivers. And guess what? Asians are fucking bad drivers. So a it's lot a, of these stereotypes are there yeah. because they're real. And at some but point, people f- need to understand that. But that's you thinking it's important to make money. And well, no, that's, that's what we're talking about. Superior. Why do men make most But what people, if they feel like reading a magazine is more important well, then and they're that, better at then it than you? Then that has nothing to do with their wage amount. Like, what, what do they study what, when they go to college? What do you get paid for? Companies pay you to generate revenue. There's not many companies that are paying someone half a million dollars a year to not generate $4 million a year, right? So when you're talking about why do men make more money than women, well, you know, outside of maybe like pharmaceutical sales and some of these where I guess you could say like the hot girl has an advantage because she's dealing with 70-year-old horny men. But the bottom line is men are better at generating money. Women are better at, you know, emotional intelligence and taking care of children and stuff like that. It's not sexist. It's just true. Like, sorry. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We're built differently. There's yeah. nothing to say we're better because we're, we're better, better at making, at making money, money where they're better at taking care that, of kids. Do you agree that men are Why better? Is making... Of course. But well, what, I mean, your, money your wife is doesn't a get paid. Thing. We're talking about wage discrimination, Kurt. So, yeah, but, oh, but, yeah, but money is a man-made it. thing. But that's what we're talking about, wages. Okay, so or, so 5,000 years ago, were men better than women? No, I'm talk- that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying men are better than women. I think they are, but that's not my point. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I think they <laughs> that's are. That's not my point. Like, I could think something and not make that my point. My okay. point is that, I mean, we're obviously better at everything, but they're, they're better at, you know, like stuff that, uh, you know, doesn't generate money. We're better at stuff that generates money. Therefore, our wages will always and should always be higher. End of story. Okay. Agree to disagree. One, one of the things that I think is is not talked about enough, and it, and kind of fits into this conversation, is they always talk about you know white males and uh, their wages and how they do in school, but they always leave out Asians and how well yep, Asians exactly. do in school and work and life, and they're they're and at Indians, a much higher Indians. percentile of of income than white mm-hmm. males are. 
Wasn't well, there some uh, Harvard controversy with Asians not getting in with yeah. higher Yeah, they don't want to let Asians, a certain amount of Asians, because it's all Asians now. Mm. Yeah. Because they're, the, they're dominant. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're more so when you start bringing in these They're more family-oriented. They're more concentrated on schoolwork. When you mm. talk about, you know, you're, they're saying one group is being discriminated against, right? Like all non-white, non-Asians, they're saying they're being discriminated against. So to fix that, they end up discriminating against the Asians. Right. Like it's, it's you know they they always and have I, these solutions I, that are worse than what the regular problem is. Find an unemployed Asian. I'll wait. Tommy, tell me if you'd buy into this that the feminist yes. move. Yeah, He's exactly. That's in. why I'm directing this to you because you're going to eat this. <laughs> I knew, I knew why you were directing it to me. You're gonna you're gonna go look this up. The feminist movement was a <laughs> no, false. No, I'm just gonna flag. trust you like I always do. <laughs> the, the, the feminist movement. This is this is the conspiracy. Was a false flag. For the IRS to tax 100% of the population and not 50, as well as destroy the nuclear family. Go. What do you think? Percentage-wise. Yes. 100%. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't think Tom even understands what you said. I don't, but 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so you have 50% of the population being taxed, right? All the women are at No, home. no, I understand. Right. I understand. Oh, you're saying they want, they want to tax okay. 100% and simultaneously destroy the nuclear family, which is the key to... Uh, the United States Control. sustainability. Well, yeah, I wouldn't doubt if Asians have the lowest divorce rate. Like, it starts in the family. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got to look that up, though. Yep. But I'm going to well, guess. We'll that's just assume true. it's true. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do on the show. We don't fact check. <laughs> we got good. no one fact checking anything. Good, dude. We got two hours of shit here. No one's going to remember we even talked about this by the end of the podcast. <laughs> it'll, it'll just be stored in their subconscious. And, uh, I don't believe yeah, it's the true. breakdown of the family is a big point, though, with a lot of issues that we run into as society. Right. Yeah. It's... Fatherless homes is like the the number one issue with um, kids and their attitude growing up. I mean, the the male female um, dynamic in the household and the role responsibilities is one of the biggest issues in divorce. The reason why you saw less divorce back in the day was because everyone had their roles in the family. Like, right. even if it was antiquated and archaic, or however you viewed it. The man was the breadwinner. He went and worked 60 hours a week. The woman had dinner when he got home. The woman took care of the kids. The man did this. The man fixed the garage. The woman helped the kid when it was crying. Everyone had their roles, just like in a company. Like, I look at relationships as a, as a business. Like, if you're running a successful business, the accounting department doesn't fuck with the fucking tech department. Like, right. they don't even talk. Like, you do your job. You do your job. You do your job. And we'll work as a, machi- as a machine, right? The leadoff hitter doesn't try to hit home runs, and the four hitter doesn't bunt. Like, everyone has their jobs and their roles on the team. Right. And nowadays, those lines have been so blurred where women want all – and we're going to have to do a whole podcast on the equal rights shit for women because not only is it a false flag for the taxing, it is the biggest crock of motherfucking bullshit oh, I've ever heard, this equal rights bullshit. We want to be paid equal. We want to be treated equal. But God forbid you don't pull their chair out. Or God forbid you don't hold their door. Well, or God forbid they're not the first ones off a boat. Uh, women and children first if there's a fire or something. Like you, 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 bro, God Titanic? Forbid, How much God room was on they that raft? Split, for the, God for forbid Leo. they split every dinner bill. Like, no. Yeah, but they want all the benefits. Thing. They want all the benefits from when we treated women as subservient and bordering closer to children than men. Right? They right. want all the benefits that have been culturally ingrained in us as respectful but they also want to be treated equal in everything else. It's like, no, motherfucker. If you want to be a man, then if you want to get treated as an equal to a man, then you're going to be treated the same way I would treat Mad Lab. That's it. 
If you oh, want me shit. to cater to you and coddle to you and hold doors for you and pay for your bills Give and buy you nice things. I don't do that to Mad Lab. Okay. Every dinner, right. you should be splitting the tab. Every <laughs> bill, you should be splitting the tab. Right. Every fucking door, you should be holding half for me. Every, like, the, you can't get it both ways. Well, that's why you're either weaker or you're women, equal. There were a lot of women that, surprisingly, to some that may hear this right now, did not want the right to vote because it also meant that they'd have to be, become eligible for the draft. So, mm-hmm. so they actually there was a large contingency of women that huge, did not. No, want yeah, there was a huge. What's that? No, there was a huge thing back in the day about that. Obviously, yeah. Everyone's. Yeah. <laughs> My wife just came home. I had to text her. I'm recording in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> you probably don't want to hear what Tommy's saying right now. Yeah, and don't <laughs> listen God. to this episode. She doesn't listen to the podcast. I'd never be around the kids again. <laughs> uh, but no, it's a, it's a, it's this culture. This culture wants to be oppressed because when you're yes. oppressed on social media, that's where you get the likes. Right. You don't get a, any likes saying, "Oh, life's great." You get likes saying. Oh, shit, men hate us. Let's kill all white men. Right, exactly. right? That's when you get the likes and the retweets and all that shit. Yeah, because right. you, and it's the same thing about why the left uses children, usually with disabilities, as the face of their campaign, because you can't attack kids, right, like we talked about. That's why people do the virtue signaling and the woe is me and look how, look how tough a time I'm in because it's hard to kick someone who's down. Right. It's a lot easier to kick someone who's a millionaire on Twitter tweeting something than someone who said, I just lost my job and it's because I'm black. You know, like that's that's a lot harder. So they yeah. They, one of the worst examples of that is when the left will be like, you know, Trump attacked a gold star family, like so, someone who has, um, you know, military children mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's like, well, first of all, they were attacking him first. But then also they they'll attack Anyone who's a Republican who's a military man or, or Gold Star family, like General Flynn, like they, they call him, you know, traitor, treason, and they'll shit on him all day. But he's, you know, Gold Star. He's a military right. man, but they don't care. It's not about that. They move the goalposts constantly. Speaking yeah. of Trump, we have the Trump impeachment situation going on here. It's so funny to me that the left is already taking victory laps. <laughs> like oh, something right. happened. Like, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen, these people taking victory laps just with no idea what the fuck's going on. But Bob or Ben... every week. Impeachment. They haven't even voted. I know. They don't, people don't even know what impeachment means or is. Bill Clinton was impeached. He served his whole fucking term. Like, um, yeah, but isn't Pence the president if Trump yeah, that's gets what impeached? I'm like, what do you, yeah. Pence, Pence is, is so right. And, Pence is... <laughs> Way more right than Trump. Like to me, Trump is the most liberal president we've had since JFK. From the yeah, true definition of the term, yeah, yeah. Bill, yeah Bill from Clinton, the true definition, Bill yes. Clinton technically is more conservative than Trump, based on his policies. Right. Absolutely, based on his policies, Bill Clinton, who's a Democrat, who is like a god, is more Republican than Trump. If you want to look at it that way, for those people who don't understand conservative and fiscal and all that shit, but uh, Mike Pence. I mean, dude, this this dude might do a gay person genocide if he gets into office. You want to talk about <laughs> yeah, the LGBT community? Pence should be like the last <laughs> motherfucker you want in office. Why would you right. be fighting to have Pence? This is what I mean. They never think of like the future ramifications no, of these actions. Well, because then you're one step from Nancy Pelosi being president. Oh, God. I, I mean, dude, and if they're didn't they're, Wall Street say like one plane crash? Contribute. Here's what they'll say. They'll say in the same breath, "Trump's racist. We want him out." Okay, now you're left with Pence, who admittedly has, like, bashed gays, like, nonstop, right? And said, like, they should go to hell and shit. Okay, so do you think that's going to help the LGBT? No, because Trump's a moron. No one's going to vote for him ever again anyway. (laughs) Then wouldn't you want the guy that you're claiming has no chance of winning in 2020, which is wrong, but that's what they think. 
Why would you want that guy out instead of a gay basher who fucking has a better chance of winning, according to you, and beating the Democrat? Right. Like none of it. If you're a Democrat and you really think Trump's a buffoon and you really understand Mike Pence's, you know, sexuality issues that he's had in the past and comments that he's made in the past, wouldn't you say leave Trump the fuck alone? He ain't going to win anyway in 2020. So just leave him in there. Let him fucking ride out this last year. And then we'll get fucking Liz Warren or Cory Booker or one of these fucktards in there. To but fix isn't this everything. a whole isn't this an insult to everyone that voted for Trump? It's an insult to everyone. No, they're rallying the base. Right. They're rallying. Like every, the base. You've just been trying to impeach the guy the entire time. It's basically saying everyone that voted for Trump is an asshole. Well, I mean, why do you think well, Trump's approval rating within the Republican Party was higher than any Republican president in the history of America? Because by doing this, they're actually rallying the Trump supporters. And every time right. they go after him with a Russia scandal or this scandal or the pussy grabbing scandal or the impeachment in the Ukraine, like every time they go through it and it doesn't work, they're killing their own. It's the boy who cried wolf, right, Ben? Yeah. And, yeah. And he just raised $13 million in one day after they announced the impeachment inquiry thing. All right. They, they don't realize he just got that. a lot more support. And this is why people say Trump is playing chess. And these fucking idiots are playing checkers. It's 4D chess. It's like chess right? on like another fucking dimension. Right. Like it's almost. Do you think so see. though? Absolutely. I, do. I don't know. I'm torn. You don't think it's weird that Ukraine just popped up onto the map after we haven't been talking about it at no, all? No, I, I, I love that he could get the moles out of his, uh, out of his cabinet, but I don't know if it's. He ste- I don't know he if it's this calculated. Steer, steer the narrative in any direction that he pleases because he knows that the yep. media is just going to eat it up every single time. Yeah, like if you. Yeah, but how to does his, this help him? Well, you, you could also. Go on, ben. Oh well, th- th- this is ruining Biden. It's right, exactly. That's what I was just going to say. Oh, this is going to end up out. boomeranging right in Biden's face. This shit. It well, has. he has ties to the Ukraine right. and business relationships with them. This whole thing is about just getting Biden. You know, he's he was the VP to Obama. Like, if you can get him and, you know, be able to have leverage on him, then that's, you know, one of the bigger steps to actually being able to drain the swamp. Yeah, but that's right. But isn't that's this funny? Because the Russian. Chess, that's only 3D chess. The yeah. 4D chess is that hidden in that transcript. They're talking about crowd strike. Crowd strike. Okay. That is the number one thing. When I read this transcript, when, when I read Donald Trump mention crowd strike, that's when I was like, oh, 40. This is 4D chess, not 3D. Biden's the three. What's CrowdStrike? CrowdStrike was the cybersecurity team that was in charge of the, the DNC servers back in 2016. All of Hillary's mm-hmm. emails and all that shit that got uh, leaked to WikiLeaks, right? Yeah, remember that stuff that they said was hacked. Right, right. They're the only team that has access to that server. So if you want access to all those emails, Hillary's emails, you got to do it through CrowdStrike. CrowdStrike's like heavily funded by Google and so Google's controlling the search Soros. algorithms, you know, which which give Hillary like a positive light and and Trump a negative light. And then going deeper, when you talk about the Hillary uh, Clinton body count, this leads directly to Seth Rich. And Seth Rich is the keystone. Look up Seth Rich if you've never heard about it. He's a DNC staffer who is the one who, oh. quote unquote, supposedly. Didn't he <clears throat> die? Oh yeah, he he yeah. apparently yeah, they he all murdered, died. right? Well, they said he got he got yeah. murdered in a botched robbery, okay? But he got shot twice right. in the and back. Nothing was he got taken. shot twice <laughs> in the back and they didn't steal any of his shit, okay? And this is mm-hmm. right after uh he supposedly, quote unquote, allegedly um he leaked, started the conspiracy. Well, theory. he leaked all the information to no. WikiLeaks, which then yeah. in turn right. um you know, uncovered it, right? And so then the day after Seth Rich gets killed, guess what? DNC writes a check to CrowdStrike. 
I mean, this is like uncovered stuff, you know. So they've been working, and, and, and this all started the Russian hoax too, because what CrowdStrike, you know, said was, oh, Russia hacked the emails, and that's how the information got out. But when in actuality, it got leaked from an inside staffer. So Seth Rich got killed, and then uh, a couple weeks later, there was another guy who got murdered who was a lawyer who was going to, um, you know, look into a lot of the DNC stuff. So Yeah, and the FBI never actually examined the DNC servers at all. Uh, they just stayed with CrowdStrike. They they never actually saw the real servers. Right. And by the way, uh, FBI led by James Comey, right? So now you have yeah. Comey tied to this, um, the director of the FBI. You have high officials. You have Google, which is one of the main donors to CrowdStrike. CrowdStrike has if, – if you look at some of the, the partners they've, they've worked with, uh, they, see, what I'm trying to figure out right now is what their connection to the Ukraine is, um, which I don't know. So maybe some of the uh, – what do you call mercenaries can try to figure out the connection to Ukraine. But um, let me let me just read like a little bit of the transcript. This is from the president of the United States. This is from Donald Trump. It says, so the favor, what they're talking about is a, what's called a quid pro quo, which that means is like a favor for a favor. And so the Democrats are trying to say that the, that Trump was trying to say like, hey, you know, I'm doing this for you. So you have to, you know, I'm putting pressure on you to do this favor for me, which is total bullshit. There was no quid pro quo in this entire document. But this particular one, um, it says this is this is from Trump. Uh, I would like you to do us a favor because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They call it CrowdStrike. I guess you have one of your wealthy people quote the server. They say Ukraine has it. Okay, so deep inside this this transcript, you know, everybody's talking about Biden, 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 but the real favor he was asking had to do with. 2016 election meddling and CrowdStrike, which is completely legal. And the reason why it's completely legal, and this involves the Clintons again, is because when Clinton was in office in 1999, they signed a treaty with the Ukraine that allowed uh, cross um, interrogation. So, you know, a, a, so if, if something nefarious is happening in the Ukraine, then, you know, we can call on them and ask them to investigate it and vice versa. Okay, so this treaty was signed by the Clintons. So now they're falling on their own sword, which is kind of funny. But um, one more thing, and I'll wrap it up, is that part of the, like this whole Saul Alinsky principle is that you accuse the people of the wrongdoings that you're actually doing. And so if you look into Joe Biden and Joe Biden's son, okay, and this is the big thing, is that Joe Biden's son was on some board for the biggest uh, biggest gas company in the Ukraine, okay? He has no background in energy, and he's on this board that was getting investigated in 2014. And Joe Biden goes over there, and he's on video bragging about it, that he got the prosecutor fired that was investigating his son, and he dangled this $2 billion thing over the Ukrainians' heads, basically saying, hey, I'm on a plane. I'm leaving in six hours. You don't fire this prosecutor that's that's going after this company your country's not getting two billion dollars that mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen is a quid pro quo so they're accusing trump of the exact same fucking shit that joe biden's doing you haven't know? you noticed this though this is a common theme with listen and none of us on this fucking podcast are going to sit here and you know overly say that trump is a good person and a genuine man and he never tells a fib and he you know like, no stop like, that, that's ridiculous. Maybe Bobby might, but everyone else will be like, no, this, this, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of fucked up in certain areas, right? He was sent but, by God. Yeah, exactly. Bobby literally <laughs> prays to a fucking Trump bobblehead every night. But 
the whole the whole point about it is haven't you you got to start realizing at some point that all the shit they're accusing him of is shit that the democrats did like biden literally is out there on video bragging about fucking threatening and fucking bribing these uk these uh ukraine officials right and they're just burying that. Meanwhile, he's bragging about it. It's almost like right. Trunk bragging about grabbing some girl in the pussy, right? right? Like, that's how obvious it is. It was in a forum on video with him bragging about it. I told these motherfuckers they better, they're not yeah, getting their fucking U- money unless they fire this prosecutor. And now they're going after Trump for Ukraine. Hillary was the whole Russian scandal. I mean, you can go all the way back to fucking you know, uranium, uranium and all this. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, uranium the, One was Uranium One, and Hillary has had nothing but fucking russian ties for decades and it's like all of a sudden it's like trump in russia you're like wait a minute how are they just flipping this shit like anything the democrats do they're just blaming trump on it this whole thing has been been staged from the beginning Uh, they're definitely working with the democrat politicians on this like the you know think about the government and how nothing ever moves fast and then this whole ukraine thing starts a few days ago and they're already doing the old impeachment thing and they're already subpoenaing uh, uh secretary pompeo like they're moving really fast with this and that just shows you like they, they've just been waiting for this to happen so they could just get everything in motion this is their and hail mary it started with ukraine I, right. so what do yeah, you guys but, think what do you think the odds of uh impeachment trump getting to pull that office is having I any think validity. he'll probably be impeached, but he's not going to get removed from. People don't know the so. difference, though. Ben, explain to them what the. So th- there's a few steps uh, legally that have to be followed for impeachment within co- uh, Congress, and what they just did now is uh, they just said they're having a formal impeachment inquiry, which just means like an investigation. Basically, it's not the actual articles of impeachment that the whole House has to vote for. So once the House votes for it, then they actually start like impeachment proceedings. And that's when they start getting everybody up in front of the, you know, the big hearings and all that subpoenaing everybody, even though they've been doing that since 2016. But the whole House has to vote for it and it has to pass with a a majority. Right. So right now they haven't even um, passed that vote. They've held the vote a few times. Um, but they haven't passed any single time. I think they're like 0 for 3. Right, so even if it gets through the House, all it is is like the equivalent of an indictment, right? So then then once it gets through the House, uh, the Senate becomes like the jury, the judge and jury, and the Chief Justice presides over it, and the, the Senate appoints a prosecution, and then the person that's being impeached has their defense, and so it's like a court. Okay, so when people say impeachment, they think it's automatic removal. But no, it's all it is, is like Ben said, it's it starts with an inquiry, which is an investigation. And then if you think there's substantial evidence, it can turn into an indictment if and only if a majority of the House votes on it. And then when it gets to the Senate, it has to be by I believe it's a two thirds majority. I know it's 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 a two thirds majority vote. So that means that like. That means that 15 to 20 Republicans have to cross over as well, right? So uh, right. Yeah, but how long does the whole process take? It could take months to— That's what I mean. So is he allowed to run again if he's under this investigation? I believe, yeah, I believe so, but they'll, they'll use it against him. Well, here's the thing. Here's what they're doing right now. Um, the reason why this is all happening right now is because of the timing. We're just starting to get into hardcore, full-bore— political season right where we're going to be through the democratic primaries in a matter of you know months and we're almost in 2020 already 
So what they want to do is they want to have this lingering so that when Trump is running next year and campaigning, they could send the fear message, which is the fear, which Trump's not going to get pulled out of office. Yeah. But they can use that during the campaign to say, we can't vote for this guy. He may not even be our sitting president, you know, in 2021, once this impeachment process goes through. So it's the whole, it, I mean, listen, it was kind of similar to what they did with Hillary, right? With the emails, like, dude, you can't elect her. She might be in jail in a year, you know, like that yeah. same type of thing That's that they're doing. That's one small part of it, though. That's one small part of it, and it definitely plays a part. But I think the big thing is that they're going to start seeing, um, like, the indictments of, like, the, the swamp, so-called swamp, like Andrew McCabe and, you know, James Comey and people like that. And that stuff's starting to come out now. And the FISA report from, um, what's his name, uh, Horowitz, Michael Horowitz, the inspector general, is coming out soon. And then they also have the criminal investigations being led by John Durham, the U.S. attorney. So all this stuff is going to start turning around bad on them. And what they want to be able to do is say, you know, if someone's getting indicted or getting in trouble, they could say this is just retaliation by the administration because, you know, we are whistleblowers or we were just doing this for the country and things like that. And so they want to be able to use that against them and saying that any wrongdoing towards them, like any indictments or arrests or anything like that is just retaliatory in nature so they could paint themselves in a better light but how weird is this that they promote this whistleblower yet someone from wikileaks is the devil right right well this blower he's a cia right he was like they know who it is yeah they planted him in the white house Mm -hmm. and so but he didn't have firsthand knowledge of any of this stuff he wasn't on the calls he wasn't listening in nothing right it's all hearsay right from people yeah. So is he going to go to jail like Julian Assange? I don't know. Um, no, he's like, part it of seems the like they love him. He's on the left. Yeah, if he was trying to take down a Democrat, then yeah. Well, but now that isn't too, this dangerous? Saying, he wasn't actually stealing any information. He never had the information. He was just. It all could be complete bullshit. Gossip. Everything he's saying. He was just spreading things that he had heard, like fucking rumors around the lunchroom table. Right. Exactly. So don't we have a problem now if the entire time Trump's president, the left is trying to impeach him and get him out? So what's going to happen when Bernie Sanders becomes president? The right's going to spend their whole time. It's just going to it's going to fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. No. no, Whoever becomes president out of that goof troop. Bernie's never going to win anyway. Yeah. Yeah, But I'm just saying anyone, whoever. It can't be Biden. He's like brain dead. No. So whoever they put up. The theory here. uh, And yes, Kurt, that is going to be the new that's the new America. Right, like don't accept. So that's it's going to be the hell. Democrats really did a listen. A lot of people hated Obama on the right, um, but no one was calling for impeachment. They were just ripping him for eight years. Uh, right? Some people, I, yeah, I wouldn't say no, but it wasn't like this. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't scale. anything close to this. It wasn't like this. No. People were just hating. Well, it's not going right? to be reported like, twenty four hours a day. But that's, right, exactly, and they weren't too. reporting it. But the big thing now is you've set the precedent because the funny thing is no one remembers that Trump took heat. In the in the debates with Hillary, when they said, if the other candidate wins the election, will you give them your support? And Hillary said, yes. And Trump said, I don't know. Right. He literally and and everyone went fucking ape shit. Like that was one of the biggest problems he had in the debates. Remember, well, that? Yeah, he when did that in the like, primaries where every Republican candidate said they would rep- they would uh, support the Republican candidate if they got nominated. And he's the only one that's like, dude. I don't have to support the guy if I don't like he him. He did it twice. He yeah. did it in the Republican. But when he did it versus Hillary, that's when everyone went nuts. You're going to fucking put someone in the presidency who isn't going to support, you know, whoever the new president. Meanwhile, they're not they're not only not supporting the president. 
they're fucking blatantly attacking him and launching grenades at him 24 hours a day. So it just shows right. how all this is complete bullshit. But the problem is that, yes, there's going to be we are in a constant world, a never changing world going forward of whatever political party gets in now. Right. It is going to be an all out warfare and, against them. And we will never have peace and sovereignty again. That's in the why it's system. dangerous, because now it's my team versus your team instead of saying, well, what is this guy actually doing to help the country? Well, the so like, party all these liberals, is what is yeah, what has Trump done that's really changed your life in any way? Nothing. That's right. Basically right. nothing. That's exactly. So like, and so now it's just my team versus your team. Your team's there, so now I want to take you, you down. Me to my that team's in. Trump's changed my life. No, Bob. Oh no, Bob. <laughs> hey, no one's nothing to do with monsters. No one has followed me in the parks while I'm doing uh, the uh, muscle ups, <laughs> the body ups since the Trump's been, been. Maybe it was like a Tetris scout, and he's like, "This guy has something." <laughs> They, uh, the the funny thing is I love getting into those arguments with people. I mean, I did it just the other day, the girl I'm talking to. And it's so funny that oh, that's smart. when you tell that, oh, yeah, our only, our only tiff was over politics. But it's so funny when you tell anyone anything like, okay, well, you hate Trump so much. Like, your venom and anger to him is worse than mine towards Hillary. And I know she murdered people. Like, so please tell me over the last two and a half years what in your life has gotten worse like how is your day-to-day in 2019 different than your day-to-day in 2016 and there's nothing well don't you see what no 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 don't see what's going because they pointed the tv no 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 i'm not talking about what's going on at the mexican border what the news is telling you or all this bullshit your personal life your day-to-day operation outside well when you go to a bar now everyone's racing no 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 you and there's nothing. When you strip down all the bullshit and take it to the core, nothing's changed. So why are you spending 90% of your day screaming in the air and yelling on social media about something that has not affected because your life at all? want to be oppressed. Right. We live in an oppressed culture where everyone wants it because that gets what your likes and your retweets. True. And yep. that gets you a blue check mark. Well, and it allows you to fail. That's the thing. Like We were raised in an environment where failing was not acceptable. Right. Like you didn't get right. a trophy for fucking fifth place. Right. You didn't get participant. You got you were the first or your last. Right. Ricky Bobby life. Gen X. And, and I guess you could say the baby boomers, too. We were taught to strive for excellence. Now what we're doing and failure. What do you do when you lose at something? I do it. You do it. Everyone does it. If you lose, you make an excuse. Right. Mm-hmm. But we were raised in the generation of no excuses. You're the winner. You lose. This generation right. is. Well, I want to have built-in excuses for everything I potentially fail at, which is making them failures because the fear of failing was the thing that drives success. Right, so that's, that's what they're doing. They're intentionally building excuses before they even start life so that when they fail, they have someone to blame. And Trump's just the easiest thing to blame right now for the millennial incomes being at all-time lows and the, their work habits being at all-time lows and their debt being at all-time highs. And, you know, they're fucking just a weak generation and they got to blame someone. So they're just... The easy thing well, is isn't that why socialism doesn't work? There's no competition. Course, there's yeah, no yeah. incentive Fear to do anything. Success. Right. Fear drives yeah. success. That's how it works. So what do you guys think the odds of Trump getting removed from office are? Let's start there, Ben. Uh, about 5%. Okay. Bobby? If I had a million dollars to win $1, I'd put a million dollars on him not being removed. Okay. So you're 99 plus. Sure. Okay. Kurt? 
Uh, same as Bob. He's not getting removed. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same thing. I think maybe you go to fucking 2%. Maybe I'll even flirt with Plus, you got to pull it off in like a year. Right, There's no exactly. way. So, well, no. I mean, it could be longer than that. So now, now the question here is, so we're all in agreement that 95 to 99% Trump ain't fucking going anywhere. Okay? So everyone can right. stop their fucking victory laps. What do you think the odds are that he wins? Actually, first, let's do this. Which Democrat do you think comes out of the Democratic oh, side? God. Who do you think the Democratic uh, representative is? And then your two cents on who you think's the most dangerous to Trump in the election. Um, I think Elizabeth Warren's going to win. Okay, you think Elizabeth Warren comes out of the left? I'm making a list here. Warren comes out of the left. It would be Sanders, and, but I think they're going to um, tank his, his nomination. I don't think they'll let him. Who's that? Uh, Bernie Sanders. Sanders, okay. Um, so you think Warren, and do you think Warren is the best opposition to Trump in a general election? No. Um, it it's tough. I'd, I'd probably say the one who I think could get the most Democratic votes is probably Andrew Yang. Yeah, I literally just wrote down Yang on my piece of paper. He's the one. That, me, Bob, we talked about this the other day. He's the one I'm the most scared of as far as. And I'm not even scared of him. I don't. Yeah, think but are you scared of him? No, 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 like no, his no. Views? no. That's the thing. If I want to keep Trump in the finishes, his run. Then he's the most scary, but I don't think Yang is scary to me. If Yang is president, I'm not. No, I agree. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm scared of Elizabeth Warren. I'm scared to death of Joe Biden. Uh, fucking shitting my pants for Bernie Sanders. But if Yang got in, I wouldn't like be up in arms. I'd be like, oh, let's see what this happens. Let's see what happens here. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Biden's gonna get there. No, I, just don't, I don't think, think any of them are. He's gonna gonna gone. Get there. He's he's disappeared. Well, I'm, gonna, he? I'm gonna explain why none of them are gonna get there. I in mean, a he's he's had so because many public gaffes that make him look awful and like basically senile. I mean, he was. But he is senile. The fact that he was even a candidate, like a front runner, is just. It's just. What comical. did he say? You poor people can make as much as white people yeah. if you try harder or whatever. Yeah. Like, could you imagine Dude, if Trump fucking, ever said that? The whole Ukraine thing, he admitted publicly on stage. Like, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't in a private conversation at a dinner table where someone secretly recorded it. Like, he was yeah, on a forum in bad. front of people. I think Council he also said he was vice president during 9-11. Like, he's saying just crazy. He's brain dead. Yeah. Like, there's no way he's yeah. going to be the representative. He calls Biden Angela Merkel Margaret Thatcher all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to explain Biden in a second. Kurt, what do you think? Who do you think wins? Uh, yeah, I think it's Elizabeth Warren now. She's the most vocal. She's going to be the one. Or it's going to be a wild card like Hillary Clinton or someone. Or Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. Yep. yep. Michelle Obama is the, would be the death blow. She'd walk in. Um, oh my god yeah. she wouldn't there's even no, have to vote in debates the, or anything who do you, <laughs> bobby just refuses to ever accept that there's no way um, why because in a general list, first of all you know the whole episode we did on michelle obama's cock that's mainstream <laughs> and that you think that's gonna no, no, skew that's the voters to do with it. That's nothing to do with it. i think her husband's gonna destroy her campaign just because of who he is and what, what? they love him dude oh they love him enough to wear uh you know, his endorsement wasn't worth shit for Hillary Clinton when she ran. She wanted to distance herself from him. You know, yeah. Obama yeah, hasn't they endorsed shit anybody to each other. yet for this next coming election. Which That's is, why it's probably a wild card. He's yeah, waiting for the wild card. Right. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't his even endorsed president. Biden yet, which may, makes me think that someone's going to pop in here late. You know. Well, uh, so, Kurt, who do you think's the biggest threat to Trump? And yeah, I would say Yang would be the only one that could beat him. You think he's the only one that could beat him? The other the people are so insane and crazy. In hell? Well, no, that's Who the thing we're saying. I'm in the same agreement. I think um, Warren could or should. I, I I think it's Biden or Warren still that win the bid. 
and it's but you got to remember they who choose should. who wins the bid. I know that's what I'm saying. They, that's why I'm saying they're not going to give it to Yang. No, of course not. But that's <laughs> no, what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm not. saying. Even he, if he no, gets know, all the I votes, what, he's what not you're saying. Be. Like in a general election, who has the best chance of, of going against yeah. Trump? Tulsi Gabbard, without a doubt, uh, or way Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. Because so a lot actually, of people aren't going to buy into the universal basic income, which goes into that whole singularity thing that you wanted to talk about. Where the I would probably consider voting for Tulsi Gabbard. That's, that's how much. I, that's how impressed shit. I am. You want with to talk her. about the Ron Paul revolution? They're doing the same shit to Tulsi Gabbard that they did to Ron Paul when he. Yeah, I would. Would you vote for Tulsi Gabbard, Bob? Would I against Trump? Yeah. Fuck no, <laughs> dude. If Jesus came out against Trump, I would have to consider. <laughs> okay, Tulsi Gabbard is by far. She's just so far down right now that I don't know if she even has a chance. Whereas yeah, Yang's she's not coming steam. back. But Tulsi they don't Gabbard because like she's anti-war. Should, but, you know. Well, she sh- she should be the face of the Democratic Party. Like she should be the one that they're propping up. Right. She's the yeah, one. She's the only good-looking one they have. Yeah, and she's actually why like, Elizabeth Warren though. Her point. What's up? Why are they so obsessed with Elizabeth Warren? Because, she's all right, like now the let me worst out of all of them. So here's it's what's going on. Elizabeth Warren or camp. Joe Biden has to win. Have to. It won't be anyone else. You saw what they did to Bernie Sanders three years ago. It won't be Bernie. Because, and it won't be Yang, and it won't be Gabbard. And fucking me, Cory Booker would fit, but he won't win. It has to oh, be he's crazy. one of the old-school Clinton establishment people to finish off the job. The thing we've been talking about with the New World Order and all this kind of stuff is that this was supposed to end. It was supposed to be, bang, completion with eight years of Hillary. That's what everyone was banking on. You had the Bushes in on it. You had the Clintons in on it, and it was you had the Obamas in on it, and it was supposed to end with Hillary. Hillary was supposed to be the fucking Hajduken death blow, right? <laughs> Eight years of it. Now, what happened is Trump came in, and when people ask why so, so much of us are big Trump fans, it's because Trump came in like a Scud missile and just derailed that plane, that train, right? So now, not only did he stop the completion of the fucking 20-year cycle of Clintons and Bushes that was supposed to, and Obamas, that were supposed to come in and cap it all, he actually set it back a decade. Right. Right? So he's setting it, every year he's setting it further back, exposing more things. Now the news is less credible. Now the reporters are less credible. Now the people are less credible. Fake news, things like this, doubt, conspiracies are starting to come into people's minds. He's retweeting shit about Epstein. Like, he's... He's taking it and making people, turning people into QTNs, right, Kurt? Like he's yeah, forcing right. people to question, question what the media tells you. Yeah, but globally, que- not just even the United States. Right, and globally. that's what I'm saying. This and then, and globalization. Then looking at some of the new presidents and prime ministers that are being in, uh, voted on, uh, they're voting out the establishment and they're voting in like new populist presidents. It just right. happened in the Ukraine. It happened in Italy. It happened in Brazil, uh, Poland. I mean, you know, a lot. Even Boris Johnson. Even things, the even things like the popes. Yeah. You know, like the you know, trendier popes and stuff like that. So you're starting to see he's already shattered their plan because what they've spent is the last 20 years slowly manipulating and controlling the media's and media and people's line, minds. So once he's put a crack in the media, he's done his job for America going forward. Right now, he's not done yet either. So what they need to do, they need to get someone in because they're all in on this. Everyone's in on They were feeding Hillary the debate questions. Like everyone's in on this movement, this elite Democratic movement that they've been trying. Their only hope right now is to get one of the old school establishment people that have been in on this since the Clintons, since the Obamas, through the time. And the only two people running who have 
enough junk on them and enough blackmail material and know the depths of the everything from the elite satanic worship to the Epstein details. Everyone who knows what's behind every door, it's Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden. Those are the only two people on that whole side of goof troop nut jobs that actually are still kind of Clinton people. Right. Right? That are yeah. still in on the initial mission voyage to fucking form the new world order. So they're going to force one of those two in, even though they know the last thing you need to beat Trump is an old white person. Like, that's right. literally the worst thing you can put up because that's not going to rally the minorities out to vote. That's not going to rally the poor out to vote. That's not going to rally people who hate Trump, the Democrats out to vote. You need something fresh and new because that's your whole thing. We're a progressive, fresh, new organization, and you're going to put a bunch of decrepit crypt keepers up there, but they have to because those are the only two left tied to this whole Bilderberg situation. That's so, why it's Bob, so cringy agree? when you see Elizabeth Warren. Do you agree with what I said, though? Do I? Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I mean, th- that's the that was the ultimate goal. That's why, you know, when you're saying, like, how does Trump affect your life? To me, listen, and this sounds really ambitious. <laughs> I think he's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to I hear think it. he saved Western civilization, man. I think he saved civilization. I didn't know what was coming there. <laughs> I, I thought Bob was going to say, you know, I honestly think my dick got an inch bigger <laughs> just because of Trump. <laughs> just by Trump, by Trump getting in, my dick got a little bigger. Well, and a little thicker. <laughs> <laughs> my my sperm count better. definitely increased. That's for sure. My libido, you know. But I know it's. I don't think you're crazy. What you're saying. I think he saved Western civilization. It was a total fucking coup, man. It was a coup because oh if Hillary got installed, first of all, I would have been audited right. for sure. I would have been audited <laughs> <laughs> by those suit guys. Right, yeah. Uh, and secondly, I mean, the Hillary is the ultimate globalist champion. I mean, she just spreads her legs for every country to just give her money. She has yeah. no loyalties. Yeah. Well, to that's why the Clinton Foundation shut down. Clinton Foundation lost all their funding as soon as they found out that she didn't win. <laughs> I mean, it just <laughs> turned right out like at all. I think the biggest gain is negating the negatives we would have had if Hillary was here. So, like, the opportunity cost right. that we benefited from. Right. I agree with you. I agree with that 100%. Like, it literally, you know, sometimes, it, you know, it, Hillary would have put us, oh, my God. I can't. I can't even imagine. Bro. I can't even imagine where we'd be Bro. if Hillary would have won. So, yeah, I didn't care who won against Hillary. It was literally anybody but Hillary um, for me. And then, you know, I started seeing what Trump was doing and saying, oh, you know what? He's shut. I wanted everyone after the media. I wanted everyone after political correctness. I wanted that shit to stop. And it hasn't stopped. But at least there's an army of people that aren't the silent majority anymore. Like Danny was saying it. He wears his fucking uh, Make America Great Again hat around. And he's like, no one fucks with me anymore. He's like, no one fucks with me. Like, it's almost like people are just, you know, kind of scared of the Trump people, you know, in some way. And you kind of have to battle fear with fear. You know, the fear mongers on the left are now battling the, the, the people who aren't afraid on the right. So, I mean, it's crazy that this is our country. We still have this two-party system, but mm-hmm. yeah. it's going to be Biden or Warren, and that's going to be great because they're not going to let Bernie win. No, there's, there's no, no way. Chance. No. 
I mean, and, and not only that, I don't think he would win in a general election after what nah. uh, after what the people saw the way he just crumbled to Hillary Clinton in the last election. Yeah, you know, it was obvious was, it yeah. was stolen from him, but he just folded over. He just sucked her dick oh right afterwards. Well, enough like, with the damn sick. emails. No, not enough with yeah, the damn emails. Yeah, he was emails. supporting her after she ruined him. Yeah, she basically like well, you know, he he was broke too before that, and now he's a multimillionaire buying fucking mansions, right? P- right. P- pounding the street for the poor. I just think Yang um, is the new Bernie Sanders for all those fucking hipsters yeah. out in california yeah he's, playing, yeah. yeah he's playing basketball he's shooting threes yeah, he's a- elizabeth warren trying to be trendy the, and cool is the most uncomfortable thing i've ever seen though like her and aoc doing like podcasts together and shit like <laughs> i mean it's just the funniest Did you ever thing see ever that seen. video of hillary clinton trying to pour a beer and it's like 75 percent foam <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was like a big PR stunt to show that she's like, you know, one of us. <laughs> it was like one of us. Yeah, but Tom, one isn't the two-party system the biggest threat us. on the country? What did you say, Kurt? Don't you think the two-party system's the biggest threat on the country? Uh, I think it's the biggest threat in any country. Yeah, it's it's fucking. It'll always be there because that's where the money is. They can't control the money if they can't. Well, yeah, control they're the gonna parties. make sure that Ross Perot doesn't happen again. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can't have a Ron Paul, a Ross Perot, someone like that get into power. Yeah, but it's same with like voting. Like if you don't vote, you're considered like the devil, right? Right. Mm-hmm. People are so proud when they vote. Yet with someone like me, I said I won't vote till there's someone I believe in. Mm-hmm. So I didn't believe in Trump. I didn't believe in Hillary. I hated Hillary, but so. I think if yeah. I voted for them, aren't I'm supporting one of them, even though I don't support one well, of them. Well, you could so vote I have the defensively. Right. You know, you could vote like, listen, we live in New Jersey, so you know, doesn't right? Everyone says, "Oh, I just took the less who the evil." Fuck you vote for because it's fucking just a blue state. That's why people. Yeah, so don't, everyone just votes the people, lesser of two evils. That's why evil. these fucking idiots don't understand when they say, "What well, Hillary won the popular vote?" Like it's like guys, the fucking oh, system. That's the the game, dumbest thing. It's that's like saying. uh well, the Philadelphia Eagles didn't deserve to win, even though they had more points, because Green Bay had more yards. Like, the goal of the game wasn't to get more yards, right? It's If yeah. the Electoral College was built differently, you would have campaigned differently. You wouldn't ignore exactly. states like New Jersey and ignore the bright blue states, and the Democrats wouldn't ignore the bright red states like and spend all their time in Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Iowa. Like... You're playing the game based on the rules of the game. Like, why are they going to spend it? Why is Trump going to spend a ton of time in New Jersey when it's going to turn blue no matter what? It's a waste of time. Yeah. Now, yeah, it's if, not even a game. But if We've the rules were different, before, Kurt, if the rules were different, that the popular vote matters, then yeah, Trump would spend more time here because if he can convert 10% more people over to red, that counts on the grand score. I still score don't card. think he would win. No, but, but it's the, just ridiculous. The how thing is, you can't that. let. Los Angeles County in New York City decide who the president right, is every year the most people, when right. they don't live in all these other states. That's why you have to have the Electoral College. Right. But it, it, stats are skewed to begin with. So you could say, what about counties? So Trump won 3,084 of the 3,140 counties. You don't think that's a landslide win compared to what Hillary did? Hillary won Los Angeles County and what, New York City? Right. I still don't think she won the popular Chicago. vote. Chicago. Right, and yeah, then and all and wherever there was uh, problems with the machine. Well, I mean, they said Google was what uh, billions of votes that Google alone manipulated in their search engines yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. Right. So, and how many dead Democrats are still voting? Illegals. Yeah, exactly. How many right. people voted yeah, twice? Illegals. People voted twice. Yep. Well, Bob, my my favorite analogy that I use for that is uh, like the the Eagles beat the Patriots, right, forty one thirty three, but the Patriots had 
uh, over 80 more yards to them. So should the Patriots have won that game, or is it the points that counts and not the yards? Wow, Ben, that was exactly what I just said like three minutes ago. <laughs> you said, you said, no, you said Ben Green took Bay. a bathroom break, I think. <laughs> No, you said Green Bay. I was talking about an actually important game. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. The, uh, dude, I don't know how I've made it through this whole podcast laughing without coughing nonstop. Hey, real quick, before at some point, I, oh, I got boy. we got to talk about the machines because Kurt apparently disagrees with you about your singularity. On what? I don't know. At the so, beginning so, of so, so there's yeah. So we'll we'll touch on this real quick, and we could we could flow this over into the next. Oh podcast. yes. So oh, there's right. a video that went viral. I posted it uh, all over. That's not why it went viral, um, but it should have been. <laughs> but, uh, but the, uh, there's a video stupid. Of, a, of a huge, like, 15-foot extreme. Tom thinks he's like an A-list celebrity. I mean, you got to prepare for success. I will be there at some day, so I might as well prepare yeah, for it sure. now. Okay. But there's uh, there's a video going viral about this fucking robot that can do it. What's her name? Simone Bells? Is that what her name? Simone yeah. Biles? Well, the fact that you're giving her a name and calling no, her. No, no, no. You're giving her <laughs> a no, fucking no. knucklehead. What? That's the, the real The gymnast. gymnast. Oh, shit dick. Oh, the real, oh, you were naming the robot. Name, Tommy. She doesn't deserve names. <laughs> don't give her a name. You're giving into the system. <laughs> so, Kurt. So, the, uh, the Simone Biles, I guess that was her name. I remember the, the, the little uh, gymnast for the USA who was like a beast. They had this robot. That was able to like perform her bar routine like almost identically. Like it's insane. Things doing front flips and standing up and jumping and spinning. And everyone's like, oh, look at this cool robot. And I'm sitting here going, we're done. Like, why do we want a robot that can fucking literally be that athletic like fucking Robocop? And then it brought Bobby to start talking about singularity, which, Bob, if you want to explain what that is. Yeah, singularity. Uh, let's say, uh, point at which. Have you ever seen Terminator Two? You know, it's kind of like the, it's the point in which the machines take over. The machines become self-aware. Why not the first one? Didn't it happen in the first one? Well, yeah, Terminator Two is the big one. You know, with Skynet and how you know uh-huh. they're they're sending uh, actually deals with time travel too. But most people have seen uh-huh. Terminator Two. That's the good one. Right. Everybody yeah, knows. Most people a, have seen. Everybody knows. Most people one. have. Did you hear what he just said? Does that, did anyone else catch that? Most people have seen the second one not, instead of the first one. Who who's seen the second <laughs> one instead of the first one of any movie ever? Everybody knows Terminator Two <laughs> you think is the more one people, sequel. Absolutely. <laughs> you think more people have seen Terminator Two than Terminator One? Absolutely. One hundred and ten percent. Do you realize how fucking stupid <laughs> Under that statement is? Under any other circumstance, that I would say probably this is like a dumb statement. Seven... But Terminator Two is in like the IMDb top one hundred movies of all time. Everybody knows that that is the only sequel oh that's better than the first. That, one. Just because it's better doesn't John make Wick more three. people have seen it, dude. Who sees the second of something before the first? Oh my gosh, am I if the only one that thinks Terminator see... Two was seen by more people than the first one? I don't even know if I've seen Terminator Two. Yeah, but that's not saying much because Fast and the Furious Eight was seen more than Fast and the Furious One, Jurassic, right? Yeah, but in the movie. But how many people? But, but how many people saw it on TV? That don't count towards that system. Well, I mean, there's also a Rocky huge Four. gap, Kurt. There's like a 15, 20-year gap between fucking... Well, hold on. Are we going back to Singularity? Yeah, You're yeah, running okay. out of time so, here. Singularity. And first of all, time out. What? You're not talking about Singularity. What do you mean I'm not talking about Singularity? What you're describing is the law of expanding returns. Singu- singularity is a unique event with profound consequences. Did you just look that up? The Kurt's, law of Kurt's expanding. Reading again. No, the expand. No, reading again. hold on. This is why I'm disagreeing Kurt, with Tom. Kurt, this Kurt is Thunberg. what I said from Kurt the beginning. Thunberg. Tom is saying that the machines are going to take over, right? Yeah, they are. I don't think it's going to be the machines that take over. What it's going to be is what they were saying in, what, 2029? Basically, we'll have a cell phone in our brain. 
So every piece of information you have will be in your brain and you can access it, just like you can access on your phone. So if you say, I want to read Catcher with a Glass Arm by Matt Christopher, you could download it into your memories and your brain will think you already read this. That's where we're going. We're not going towards machines are going to take over and we're going to be slain. That's never going to happen. The amount of artificial intelligence surpasses the amount of human intelligence, whether it's a machine or whether it's uploading information or whether it's downloading information or whether it's osmosis or whether you can because yeah once you have that chip in your head even if whether the kurt thing happens or the robots happens they can still control your brain correct like the well, whole point of hybrid ro- well no there's not we will become because pets one, to artificial we will be hybrids until they want to clean shut us off and they could just flip a switch and shut your brain off correct. when that happens and so, then once that happens so, they'll start up- uploading information at such a uh higher rate than humans do and then they'll start um, upgrading and upgrading and upgrading and upgrading. It's such a, uh, what's the word I'm using? Um, exponentially larger uh, rate, right? Once once they become self-aware and they'll start using their own. Yeah, it's the law of expanding returns. Okay, so call, what, no, singularity is. law of expanding returns. Yeah, it's exactly what. So, no, when it goes at an expanding rate to where we can't even keep up with it, just like a plane, like a plane was invented in the 1900s and then we were on the moon 50 years later, right? right? So that's what it is. So once this starts rolling, which we're at the beginning stages of now, it's going to go so fast that they're saying it's just going to take over. The law of increasing returns is also called the law of diminishing costs. The law of increasing returns states that when more and more of units of a variable factor is employed, while other factor remains fixed, there is an increase of production at a higher rate. I don't know how that relates to robots, Gert. No, the law of expanding returns. It's exactly how I just explained. Well, it's not it. expanding; it's increasing. So when it's something like a singular returns, event, first of all. so like a singularity event, right? So like JFK, or let's do the plane. So the plane was invented in whatever nineteen whatever by the Wright brothers. Within fifty years, even though we've been on this planet for a gazillion years, within fifty years of that plane being invented, we were on the moon, mm-hmm. and that's what we're seeing now. When the smartphone was invented. Now we're starting that progression up at such a rapid rate. Right. This is, but this is talking about technological singularity. There's a lot of different uh, definitions. Right. I mean, singularity evolves I don't care what it is. The bottom X line is fucking robots. Talk about Terminator 2. That's the whole war with no, the machines, shut up. man. <laughs> well, shut up, That's Bob. the whole war with the Termin- machines. John ben, Connor coming back ben, in time. Ben, save me. Ben, I'm, I'm like Get a fucking fuck wrestler. Getting, Have you seen this boy? I'm like a wrestler boy? in WWE who's getting kicked around in the corner with my hand out for my tag team partner. Bob's Bob's yeah, weeds I mean, wearing off. I mean, just just the fact that Bob said that Terminator Two was probably more seen and more important than the first one. I think just <laughs> kind of discredits. I the whole cannot argument. believe. Any, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up as soon as we get off, and you guys are just gonna be crawling your pants <laughs> oh down. Oh my god! But no, I mean, when when you're talking about like the singularity, it's basically the merging of humans and artificial intelligence. Right, exactly. And whether you want to put a, a certain point on it with. I don't know how it can be measured, but the measurement of artificial intelligence compared to human intelligence, I don't really think... It doesn't matter how it's weighted, right? Like, it doesn't matter if you're making a human into, you know, adding robot parts to a human or adding, you know, consciousness to a robot. Like, it's still the same thing. Right. I mean, but when you've been, you know, I've been talking about this for decades when, like, you know, people are going to start putting chips in their hand and blah, Mm -hmm. blah, and everyone thought I was crazy, and now... They're doing it like in offices where you put a chip in your hand and then, you know, it opens the door when you walk in or it stores your credit information. Like, like people don't realize that this shit's already coming. It's already on its way. And that's how a lot of the elites uh, expect to live forever. Right. We basically have it with cell phones. That's your chip. You're just holding it all the time. It's in your pocket all the time. Yeah, eventually it's going to get into your hand. 
but it's already started. And this is all part of yeah, their satanic movement, right? Because I mean, there's definitely a disconnect. There it's in the Bible. They leave your cell phone this, right? at home. The mark of the beast is mark, kind of the mark of the beast. That's what it is. Yeah, but you can you you can leave your cell phone at home. You can forget it. It can die, and no one can call you. Like when you have the chip in you, like it's in you. You're not going anywhere without it. Right. And that's and that's it. You're already starting to see it. Like Apple with this new Apple credit card. You know where they're like shutting down banks. Like we're not a bank. It's just Apple. You just, you know, we're just going to give you a credit card. Like, they're going to basically just take over uh, all forms yeah. of payment for those people that haven't heard about this. Like, yeah, this, they don't want it to be cash because right, they want everything to be traced. And they can't track cash. Right. So uh, you're, we're all going to have a chip in our hand, which is probably only like 10 years away, right? Like, I mean, I don't even think we're talking like 40 years or something like that. No, because they sell you on convenience. It's right. the convenience of just hitting your hand on a little button and you're paid. And I mean, convenient. we've already been shipping dogs for how long? How long have people been putting a chip in their dog for in case their dog runs away, right? So you're just going to have a chip in your hand, and that's going to have every single piece of data in your life on it. So you just fucking go to the grocery store, you buy everything, you just put the chip forward, and it pulls from your fucking guards. I mean, it's basically like I, I feel like they've slowly been progressing where it started with the phone, and then you have the Apple Watch, right? Which is they're just slowly making people more comfortable with that, like from phone to watch to chip. It's just that's where we're going. It started with computer. It went from computer to iPad to phone to watch. Chip is next, in my opinion. I think a phone is a form Have of an art. Have you heard of the Amazon chip, Go? You know? Well, it is. But, I mean, like, like Ben said, like it's still, you know, it's still not your person. Right, and that's the other thing is like these RFID chips are becoming so small and so minute you could almost put them in like a vaccine, you know, and make like a mandatory vaccine when you vaccinate your kid. Yeah. I was talking to someone who was explaining some security stuff with me, how you can fucking basically have like your Wi-Fi wired for keystrokes and all this kind. They were just like they were talking way over my head, but all this stuff that regular people can do. Where they can get your whole fucking history, deleted everything, all that. And I was like, holy shit. Like, a, there's apps for this. Like, and yeah. I'm just like, when you start to think about what the government can do, if this right. is the type of shit that, like, regular people who pay, like, 30 bucks a month can get access to, like, as far as the tracking. And, you know, once we start getting, it's too late. It doesn't even matter. People are like, I'm never getting that chip. Like, I'm almost at the point where I'm ready to get an Alexa. Because I've been so anti-Alexa and all those type of things because I'm like, they can hear everything. Now it's like, wait a minute. They already have everything. Yeah. Like, right. if I'm going to have this phone and this laptop and this phone, fu- they already got it all. I might as well just have the fucking convenience. Yeah, your TV. And, it's, yeah, it's everywhere and, anyway. Yeah, so, and my Apple TV too and all that. So it's almost like you just give up where you're just like, fuck it. You know what? If they're tracking me anyway, I might as well have the convenience. I mean, there's a picture of Mark yeah, Zuckerberg where he has his camera connect. taped on his own laptop. So even he knows that yeah. they have access to it. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah the craziest is. thing to me is the the connect, the Xbox connect. Like you just leave it in front of your your couch and it's just can basically be on all the time. Like someone could just be watching you. Like, you know, you have your computer, you have your laptop and stuff, but the, I think it's so different when you have something just always staring through your living room. That's Big Brother. That's, that's what they talk about yeah, in 1984, you know. And this is what people don't understand that we're so close. We are so close to immortality mm-hmm. in some yeah, level. What's the end game? Well, the end game is that, you know, it's like the Black Mirror episode, right? Where they fucking get enough data about you and enough, like, where they can actually download consciousness into AI. Yeah, but you know? who's they? 
the fucking people, the government, the fucking black hats. Oh the my fucking... god, I set you up so perfectly, and you just fucking whiffed <laughs> the Clintons. The, the Clintons. Li- I can't believe you didn't <laughs> say, say the lizard people. The lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe it. The lizard people. Okay. It is the it's, lizard it's people. The same, that, and I, I'm surprised you haven't pedophiles. said that's why they're warming the earth. They are warming <laughs> the earth. Lizards well, like that's heat. That's what I said. I, so I said that's, that's oh, why god, they're, that's why they're trying to keep the earth because they're cold blooded. Kurt, it's beyond parody. All right, that's enough of this show. So, uh, <laughs> any final words, ladies and gentlemen? Benjamin at X Ben Jammin double M Jammin X on Twitter. Benjamin, any final no, words? I, I think we I think we covered a bunch of good relevant topics for the day, and you know it, it's funny because this podcast, like you know, it's supposed to be just conspiracies, but we end up doing a lot of like trending topics and just give your thoughts on it, and then the conspiracies kind of you know, kind of build from that instead of having one going in, you kind of just say, Hey, I saw this happening, you know, this week, like, tell me your thoughts on it. It's like, all right, well, this is what I think. And this is what I think. And those end up becoming the conspiracy theories. I've, I've gotten a lot of tweets with people talking about how they listen to it more as an educational thing. Like there's so much stuff we cover on here that people just weren't aware of that aren't even, you know, believing if something's fake or real, just even something as simple as like, what is impeachment and how does it work and shit like that. So, uh, right. so I think that's good too. Kurt, uh, f- uh, Bob, are your DMs open? My DMs? Did you yeah. slide DM into my DMs? Bob, uh, videos of yourself playing Tetris or other cool <laughs> games like <laughs> Asteroids. <laughs> Bob will watch them. I all. will watch it all. <laughs> I will beat will, off to all your videos. It will beat off. To I will cuck to video. every one of those videos. <laughs> and and Bob, let's see if we can get your final words in under eight minutes. All right, here stuff. we go. <laughs> Terminator Two. Domestic gross, oh 205 so million. Hold on. Worldwide, $520 million. But I explained that done. to you I'm because the people that Excuse go me, see it saw it on time. TV. You had your time. This is my time. <laughs> <laughs> and I made it about First you. First weekend release, $31 million. Terminator 1, total lifetime gross, $38 million. Domestic, $78 million. It was 1984. Worldwide. Hold on. First okay. of all, inflation alone is going to skew that number from what it cost to go to the movies in 84 Dude, compared to lifetime, what it cost to go to the movies. Li- they, they adjust for inflation. Lifetime worldwide. Oh, do they? $520 million. Yeah. IMD, IMBD is million. adjusting for inflation over eight years. So you're telling me, in, really? you're telling me within a four-year period, $520 million to $78 million, there's a uh, 400% increase in inflation? How many so people, then, hold how on. Many people IMDb, ter- Terminator, number 34. <laughs> Of all time, Terminator One, two hundred and forty-seven. I rest my case. People drove up to the movies in their cars. There were a lot less spaces than in movies. I rest my case, Terminator (laughs) Two. No, but okay. What percentage of people do you think saw two and didn't see one? That was my point. I'm not asking. I I saw two. Bob, I I was never telling you. Listen, I don't think Rocky One was the best movie. I think Rocky Four was. So there's a lot of movies. I think Terminator 2 was better than Terminator 1. That wasn't the point. You said more people have seen 2 than 1. Look yeah. at the gross. Which sounds crazy. Worldwide, 500 but no, but you can't go by movie. That's because Terminator 1 came out. And everyone saw it on fucking TV, and it went viral when HBO took it over. And everyone said, oh, shit, I got to go watch this thing, Terminator 2. And they all rushed to the movies to see it. So more people saw it. I want to hear the percentage. I want you to just poll 100 people, Bob. I want you to walk around for the next week. How and about everyone you, you talk you to, have 40, I want you to followers. ask. Poll your followers right now and say, I don't know how you would say it. Like, how, <laughs> how would you do however that? The Has any, I'll just say, just say, like. Have you seen Terminator 2 before No, Terminator that's not the, 1? no, no. Has, more people. Instead of. Have seen Terminator 2 or what, what's, not what's the better movie. Everyone knows what the better movie is, so that's not the argument. The argument yeah. is 
more people have seen Terminator 2 than Terminator 1. Terminator yeah, 2 Yeah, but I bet that stays for every sequel. No, but Terminator 2 is the more recognizable of the two. That maybe that's the question. Which one is the more recognizable? Well, maybe because when everyone thinks of the cop from Terminator 2, right? Go. Like that. Have like, you seen yeah, exactly. Boy? Right, exactly. I so rest that's my the more case. recognizable. It's the no, Mike Bob. <laughs> it's the you better movie. Not, Rocky it, it, Four is the better movie than Rocky I don't One. Think Bob knows what his case. Your that case is, my is case. that, <laughs> that more people your, case. your case is that there's this. It's more iconic. So when I make a Terminator Two reference, more no, people isn't. are going to be able to relate to Bob. it than if I make a Terminator Bob. One reference. Bob. <laughs> so Rocky Four is more iconic than Rocky One. If you make a Drago reference, that's not worth saying. You're saying out of 100 people in the mall, if we give them all a quiz sheet, have you seen Terminator 1? Yes. Have you seen Terminator 2? Yes. Right? I'll even go that so way. I'll go si- in every hold facet on, hold on, of the hold on, argument hold on. Terminator 2. You're saying that most people will say yes to both, but your argument is that more people will answer no to Terminator 1 and yes to Terminator 2 instead of yes to Terminator 1 and no to Terminator. Yes, more people have seen Terminator Two than Terminator <laughs> That is what makes you insane. Out of a hundred, no, that is wrong. Oh, it's so right. It's so right. Pull your forty thousand. <laughs> I can't imagine going and seeing the sequel with. Like, I saw listen, Kill Bill Two before Kill Bill One. But you still ended up seeing Kill Bill One. Yeah, later. Is that right? So if two is <laughs> exactly, that, that's if why two your numbers that, aren't but, correlated. But, but, two but is Terminator that Two brought me in. I mean, everybody knows okay, that Terminator but, Two. But Bob, yeah. if two is that good. Then you're gonna go back and see one at some point. If one sucks, you might not want to see two. Bro, everybody so sees two, two. Two is gonna make everyone see one because <laughs> it was so good. Not everyone. Whereas one, like you, <laughs> some people are like that was great. Like you but said, I'm not going to one, see one wasn't that great. So if one wasn't that great, you're gonna go. Ah, maybe I won't see two. I see that but argument. If you see two first. I see that. You're argument. gonna go back and definitely see one, and then find out it was shitty. <laughs> for every one that did that, I'm telling you, there's five that didn't give a fuck about Terminator One. That just started on Terminator and Two. That's it. You can't not give a fuck about it. <laughs> Unless you fucking saw it and didn't like it. It's everywhere. Terminator 2. More people have seen it. Dude, you need to be Terminator. Yeah, but you can make that argument for literally every movie. Mm, which argument? That has more, sequels. More people saw it. No, no, you can't. You All can't. I was trying yes, to do was make Fast a Fast and Furious 8 has more money than Terminator Fast and Furious well, no, 1. no, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about people. Like, yeah, but that's his. That's the root of his from argument. from that generation. Like, from be, our age. People who are 40 who were young when Terminator 1 came out in the late 80, mid-80s. And young when Terminator 2 came out in 92 or 91, whenever it was. Like, you just go poll 30 to 40-year-old men and women. And I guarantee you, 99 out of 100 have seen Terminator 1. Bro, poll anybody. 79, 79 out of 100 Poll anybody over 18. Two. All right. I'm going to go poll people. This, this Do it right now. Is, this podcast is terminated. <laughs> so, uh, for at Bob's Lessons, for at The Bod No Mercy, and for at X Ben Jammin, double M-I-N-X, I am at Tommy G. Good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy.